Hello and welcome to episode 76 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I'm here with Matt. Yeah. Who just is getting over the flu now. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was fun. Oh, I bet. You it's wake a... up and you're like, I feel like death. Oh, definitely. I felt that way uh, like Christmas break. The mm. whole break that I had off for like two weeks or whatever. I just felt like I was going to die the whole time. And I didn't even have the flu. I just had like a pretty severe cold. Yes, yes. And it just wouldn't go away. See, that's the difference between a cold and flu. Yeah. The flu just comes in and just like for five days, it's just yeah, out. Yeah, and then it's gone after right. that. Whereas mm-hmm. my cold stuck around for maybe three to four weeks. Right. And I was just like, uh, if I cough one more time, I can't take it. The difference is, like, imagine the worst day you're cold. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's like, the, the whole that's that, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's wonderful. It, it was, great, yes. Great times. So I was like, hey, we're not going <laughs> to hang out because <laughs> yeah. you will just want to die. Yeah. And I'm good <laughs> mm-hmm. right now. Uh, not a lot of news happened. No, no. I mean, some of it was, like, the Xbox Series X. They released the specs for that. It is better than Google Stadia, which I think is hilarious, <laughs> mm-hmm. because Stadia's whole pitch when they did their specs and stuff, they're like, yeah, it'll have like 11.5 or 6 teraflops, and it'll be like, no console can even come close to that because we're using all these computers <laughs> together like a hive mind, and the fucking Xbox Series X has like 12.2 teraflops on <laughs> yeah. its own or something, and it was like, oh, so Stadia just sucks ass, mm-hmm. because... What are you even doing? Do you think the PS4 is going to be as, as powerful as this? Or do you think Microsoft is going for the most powerful console? No, I think uh, a bunch of leakers had said that the PS5 is like basically the same thing. Okay. Like It's fairly comparable. And I mean, since they're going for the same type of like uh, solid state drive stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like a lot of those specs aren't super interesting. It's right. basically just like, it, it's very good. Right. Like it's at least twice as good as my PC. Uh, and so, so this is the thing that I always think is people, and I agree with this, I think that you don't notice the graphical leaps anymore in consoles, right? No, and it's no, more because, like, it gets put in other places. Right. I think that this next generation of consoles will be way better than people think. Because mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people say, oh, who cares? I'm still good with the PS4. Which a lot of games have shown now that the PS4 is coming to the end of its life cycle. Same thing with the Xbox One. I mean, the PS4 and Xbox One were underpowered when they came out. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, seven years later, yeah. But they're... yeah, people, I, I get it when people are like, I still have a lot of stuff I would like to play. And games right. are still coming out for them, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But... With the solid-state drive of the mm-hmm. PS5 and the Xbox Series X, since they're backwards-compatible, load times will basically cease to exist if you're playing backwards-compatible mm-hmm. games, which will be wild. Yes. So you could still play those games just mm-hmm. on these, and it would be a much better experience. I also think that just like the amount <coughs> of on-screen stuff can be way higher, yes. and AI can be way better. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have, like, cities that are just full of people. Yeah, like, it's going to be, I think that when developers finally get used to it, which takes a couple of years, I think that they will. there will be some wild shit mm-hmm. on these consoles, so I'm pretty excited about that. Because they are, like, in terms of just sheer power, way better. Yes. So it's, the Switch is going to be left in the dust on yeah, that. Yeah, the Switch is just going to become Nintendo and indie. There's yeah. just no way AAA are going to waste their time. And that's fine. I just right. think it's they have there's such a wealth of games now that are mm-hmm. they're trying to port like PS4 and like current gen games and it's like 
not the best, but it works well right. enough to be like, oh, well, it's portable, it's fine. Whereas that will not. No. We've talked about that before, but that, especially now that they released the specs for this thing, mm-hmm. it's like you could fit like eight switches in that amount. Right. It's ridiculous. So. The, the big question is what is the S, the Xbox Series S, going to look like? Because mm. I did see that they said that news is going to be coming out soon for that. I would assume that it is just digital. I have a feeling it's I, ta- be... I talked about this the other day because I guess uh, a lot of game stops are overstocked with the uh, Xbox ones that are digital mm-hmm. only and like it's too late in the site like they release it too late in the cycle for people to care about that I think well and it was like fifty dollars cheaper yeah it wasn't even that much cheaper. it wasn't worth buying but like I think that Microsoft and Sony would be dumb not to release a digital only version at the beginning of the cycle. I, I, Sony, I don't see it. They're just going to release the one console. And I still think that's dumb. But I think that Xbox will release a digital only And it'll one. be the game. It'll basically be a Game Pass machine. Yeah, and a lot of people, because, yeah, Game Pass makes that work. But also now, so many people were all upset at the beginning of last generation when there was going to be all the DRM stuff on the Xbox. And like, I can't buy used games or mm-hmm. whatever. And now people just buy games so deeply discounted on sales right. that no one even does that anymore. No. Really. I, I mean, you, people still buy used games and stuff, and like trade-ins and things like that, but mm-hmm. I, that is so much less yeah. what's going on. And then Steam also came to like, it was prevalent back then, but even more so now, and it's like, well, you can't sell those back. No. no. So, well, you might be able to do something on the Steam marketplace now, but either way, it's still in the Steam ecosystem, you know right, I mean? right. You're not getting that out. So that, that I think, is weird, and now yeah. it'll be, going forward, I think we'll get just more and more digital. A lot, of, a lot has changed in the last seven years, and... Xbox had a lot of issues from that initial press conference anyway. It did, but then it's funny because they them and Sony have been slowly pushing people towards that future they wanted anyways. Yes, so it's yes. like you were all tricked here, I think. Yeah. So it were two that typically still go physical for most Yeah, things. I usually I usually go physical for everything, but it's just because I like to have it. And even right. though I realize that half the games I have, if I put the disc in when there was no internet, they would be completely unplayable slash unrecognizable with tons less content right so that that happens more and more going forward i have to imagine that the the xbox the new xbox new playstation like you'll be able to put in your ps4 discs and it'll just work which that is what they've said right which i mean the 360 it works that way so i can't imagine they're gonna go back against that no the thing I wonder is because, like, now with the way Xbox Ones work with 360 games is, like, you put them in mm-hmm. and then it downloads the digital copy, well, but then you still have to have the disc in to authenticate it, right? Or it something? downloads it, not only a digital copy, but it also downloads, like, so it can emulate it. Yeah. So it's got a little bit, like, the file sizes are a little bigger than you would expect. Yeah. But. So I wonder if you'll still have to put the 360 discs in the new one, oh, or definitely. if you will have to have done it on an Xbox One. No, I'm sure it'll... Because like, I'm sure it's the same thing. It'll just download the same copy and emulate it. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. That's weird, though. Because you still need the disc. Right, to so verify the very license. Strange. Yeah, otherwise, we could just, everyone could trade discs and have every 360 game. Right, because like, uh, remember with Mass Effect... It would sometimes tell us to put in the disc two. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so strange. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it for that. I just thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. they put that out. Sony, I think, is probably gonna have some 
dumb press event soon where they put that information out. Everybody thought it was going to be February. Well, they blew it. And February <laughs> came and has come and gone. Yeah. Nintendo also hasn't really had a lot of, uh, like, news stuff, really. No. I mean, other than the Animal Crossing Direct and the Pokemon. the Pokemon one, but, like, that's not for the whole company. No, no. So there's still a lot of gaps in, like, what and when things will be releasing the second half of this year, if at all. Yeah, but, like, Nintendo usually only has, like, two or three Directs per year. They do, but it's usually in January, so that people know what's coming out for the first half of the year. This well, time. We have Animal Crossing. I, I guess, and Pokemon's yes. expansion, and that's it, I guess. I have a feeling we'll get one, like, right after Animal Crossing. I didn't know that, uh... Brain Age? Did you ever have the DS game Brain Age? No, you like train your brain? Yes. That's coming to the Switch. Interesting. But I don't think in this country. I think it's only Europe and Japan at first or something. Mm. So I thought that was weird because that was yeah. like a big Nintendo property on the DS and I had seen nothing about it and I heard someone mention it. I was like, what are you t- What? And that's... That that's, is, a, that's weird. Yeah, that is going to come out. So I don't know. Maybe they'll advertise that in a new Nintendo Direct if they ever have one. I, I think they'll have one right after... Animal Crossing. Have another one right around E3. Yeah, and I mean, pra- they have to have one at E3, but... If there is an E3. Well, we'll see. If, if there's no E3 because of Corona, like, E3's done. Oh, that, but also they had... Did you see the thing today that the company they had hired to, like, put it on, like, I, quit? I, I, I am 8-Bit, the, yeah, the I, creative. Yeah. yeah, so I am 8-Bit, quit. Mm-hmm. They actually made the special edition of Grim Fandango. Yeah. I have that. Uh, they do a lot of that stuff. But yeah, yeah they, they, they quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they were like, yeah, we don't want to do E3. Yeah, we're good now. Thanks. Something is happening. So something bad is happening. Yeah, because there's... Jeff uh, Keeley's like, I don't like the direction they're going. For companies like them to mm-hmm. say no to that yes. seems kind of bizarre. Yeah. So... Because I have to imagine those, like, packs and trade shows and stuff, they do very well. Yeah, I would imagine that as well. So, that that all is strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes. It's coming out. See, this is where, like, Sony, this released out of the blue, out of nowhere yesterday, with a release date. And I think this is... No... Dumb? To me... Because think of so like it's coming out at the end of June, right? <coughs> right. It's this game people have been waiting for for a long time. Yeah. Why would you not? Well, I mean, they probably didn't develop it that way, but I would have expected it to them to release it with the PS5 and have it just be cross generational. Oh. Because then you can have people who have a new PS5 and it has like some graphical enhancements and works slightly better, and then you you know. Horizon Zero Dawn's coming out. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, either way, it would be good to have two large games. I just um, think that that's weird. So, like, a lot of companies that are saying, yeah, our game's coming out, like, in the middle towards the end of summer, and I just right. want to be like, why would you do that? But they're doing it early summer. Uh, yeah. This is, like, right after The Last of Us. So the other one I thought was bizarre was where Cyberpunk got delayed to, like, so close to the new console launch. Right. This is one we didn't put on here, but CD Projekt Red put out a statement saying mm-hmm. that anyone who buys it on Xbox One or PS4, they'll be able to play it on PS5 and Xbox Series X for free right. when it releases, which implied that it will not be coming out right away. But still, like, that is, that's cool. And, like, yeah, you'll be able to play this mm-hmm. on the... Right. PS5, but it's not like an upgraded version. It'll just be like, oh, it loads I faster. I mean, there might 
they might I have a patch. Maybe it's just I. Which this game looks cool. I, I'm yeah, excited yeah. for it. I just think that it's bizarre that there's on a random day with nothing. They were like, "Oh, here it's coming out on the 26th. Mm-hmm. Have fun." Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But I I guess this kind of stuff is working for Sony. I guess. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Some they're weird too. Yeah. I, yes. lot, I don't understand. Not they, they are the worst at making sure that all of their exclusive games get the marketing they deserve. The two I will always remember are Concrete Genie because they left that mm-hmm. shit to die on right. its own and Sly Cooper 4, the fourth game in a franchise that was very popular. Right. And just one day I looked at a release calendar and they were like, yeah, fourth Sly Cooper game's coming out and I was like, "Excuse <laughs> me?" Um, and it was actually pretty good. There's another one <laughs> That they didn't market at all that came out this year. Dreams. Oh, Dreams is weird. Though, that is because a it had really been going. Hard. It had a long tail on that. Well, how do you market that? Like, yeah. what is the advertisement for that? No, I get that. But they but, did not market it. No, at all. I mean not not even a little bit. <laughs> no. Like they had just shown it at E3 for the past thirty years. So like, no, they didn't even show it at E3. Like they, they did the, the, one of the first. Yeah, and then when they it was just announced, stopped. and then they just were like, "It's cool." Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're really bad with some of their exclusives, so hopefully this doesn't fall into that same trap. Yeah, it's just gonna, like, because, like, they're gonna be pushing The Last of Us, because that's gonna print money. Yeah, I would guess that's why maybe it was already done, and then they pushed it a month so that it didn't just directly compete with The Last of Us sales from May, was it 20-something? Yeah, it's May something. Yeah, so it's that's the end of May, so this will be, like, a month-ish out right. from that. And, I mean, that's cool. Two huge releases from Sony in a two-month period is... Mm-hmm good so i'll take it yeah i'm, I'm excited to play this so. yeah I'm, I'm ready and then the last one there's gonna be a last of us hbo tv show mm-hmm. i wish that i cared about this i don't i don't need this no i didn't need a second game so this is way outside it's, my wheelhouse the, <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's hard for me to get excited about the last of us part two because i don't really want it <laughs> and then this is just like is it just gonna be the game? Yeah, I would assume it's just the first game. But, but I already know what happens. Yeah, but people like zombies. I guess. I mean, well, you I, know what happens with remakes and a lot of stuff, and like when it be like adaptations of things. Right. So you know the story already. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I mean, it will be cool right. for people who like don't play video games if they do the story as well as they did in the game. But also one of those things about the last of us is that it has a lot of stuff that is so impactful because it is a video game right. like it is more meaningful because of the medium mm-hmm. i think just having it as a tv show actually removes a lot of what made that game special like when ellie would get mad at you and not listen and stuff like that and like just the rapport you get from having the combat scenarios and mm-hmm. like you learn about that stuff and the conversations just that doesn't happen the same way in a right. tv show it's not as like organic and on your time kind of thing so who knows like i would imagine that this would just end up being like a pretty generic zombie tv show at that point sorry fungus monster yeah i'm sure it'll be fine i mean like it'll i mean you could just watch just the cutscenes, and that's an entertaining enough game or whatever you want to call it entertaining enough story yeah and but like as i said like i don't need this 
No, I didn't know. Because it's not, not even going to be a case where it's like, this is a fun thing. Yeah. Where, like, some stories you're just like, this is at least going to be, like, fun. This this isn't going to be that. No, because it's no. horrifically depressing. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I, yeah, am... I don't know. I mean, HBO makes really good shows. Yeah, like, I, they do, do good adaptations of things. So, like, I have faith that it'll be, like, a quality product. It's right. just, like, I, I could not care less no. about it. So... There was a lot of buzz. People are excited. People are excited. Yeah, people get excited about all that kind of stuff. People are excited that they're doing a live-action version of Avatar The Last Airbender for Netflix. And, like, I love Avatar The Last Airbender so much. I could just watch the show again. Right. I do not need a live action version. They're doing Netflix is doing the same thing with Cowboy Bebop. Like, what do I need what do I need that for? Mm-hmm. I already know the plot of Cowboy Bebop. Right. That's fine. I'm fine. We're good. So yeah, that's weird. Yeah. And yeah, that's really all the news that we have, I think. Um, yeah, I kept going through the news this week. And I was yeah, like, there's not there's a lot. Nothing. I mean, just like release dates and things. Oh, the uh, the head of Sony Santa Monica Studios. Oh, yeah. Uh, is, is different. She left to go somewhere else. Because uh, to start at the Google Stadia, new Google Stadia. Uh, Great. Developer. Can't, can't wait for Google Stadia to really take off. Yeah, because like they starting up a new one in somewhere in Southern California, and she left to go head that. Yeah, so Which, that was surprising because she had been there for a really long yes. time. Yes. So, a lot of big changes are happening in Sony Santa Monica. Yeah, because I don't even know if Cor- Corey Corey Barog is the creative director again. Mm, yeah, I would guess he's not, but he probably didn't want to be. Yeah, because like, but that studio, like, it, they have like a different creative director for every God of War, so I would assume he's not. So yeah, it God of War Two is going to feel very, very different. Yeah, which I mean, I think it would have to, just because you can't really do that same thing again and have it be as effective. Right. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'll get into the games that we played. Yeah. Uh, before we get into this, I ha- I have to talk about this because it made oh, me so I'm angry. so confused by it. So I originally played Ori in the Blind Forest on Xbox One when it first came out. Right. I got like halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And eventually I tried to like go back to it. It's one of those things where it's like I forgot too many of the mechanics. I can't really do it. And so I didn't start over. I just like kind of fizzled out on it, right? Right. I decided because the sequel is coming out that I should play the original one again. I download it on Game Pass... And I play the first three hours of it. Okay. Okay. The next time I booted it up, my save was gone. Oh. And it wasn't even a thing where the save was like corrupted or something and I could recover it. It didn't even make the fucking folder to save it. So what happened is when you first launch fucking Xbox Game Pass games on PC, it tries to sync with your Xbox Live account. And it told me the first time it couldn't. It was like, oh, we can't sync to the cloud right now. There's an error. And if you would hit retry, it would say the same thing. Or you could continue in offline mode, Mm -hmm. which any regular human being would think that that means you just won't get achievements and it will save the data locally on your computer. What it actually means is we are doing literally jack shit and not saving this at all, but I still got the achievements, so that's (laughs) fine. Perfectly great. Exciting stuff. Mm -hmm. So I I looked for an hour and a half of people being like, yeah, the save is in this like app data folder and it should be called Ori in the Blind Forest and there just wasn't one. I couldn't find it. And it, so I found out that it just meant that it just didn't save my data at all. And so I, at that point, I was just like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. I'm not going to do it again. 
and I got so mad. So now I know at least if it gives me that error in a Game Pass game that I have to make sure that it is saving. So like it, when the new Ori comes out, I will save the first chance I get and then right. quit the game and come back into it. I was so mad because I was having a good time. Yeah, it's a... I got right before like to the entrance of like the first dun the first of the three like dungeon things. Right. You know that like fills up with water and you have to mm -hmm. escape. So I was like, it was late when I did that, and I was like, oh, I like this part, but I'll do it later. I came yeah. back a couple days later, and there was no save, and I was mm. like, <laughs> so I would have played Ori in the Blind Forest, uh, but I did not. Mm. So that really made me upset. Yeah, I could imagine that. And I also had a huge problem even getting the game in the first place because for some reason the Microsoft Store kept telling me that my computer couldn't download PC games. Oh. That it was like, it's not an Xbox, so I can't do that. <laughs> and so I was like, well, maybe for some reason it's not on PC Game Pass. And then I looked it up and it was. Do you have the PC Game Pass like app? Yeah, so the issue was that like the Xbox companion program right, app right. was not logged in mm. so it like didn't know that uh, i had game pass despite the fact right. that my microsoft account is what that's tied to and i was logged in with that mm -hmm. i don't know man what a clusterfuck yeah i got so i was so upset so that's stupid yeah it's a great game and like it's fun but I'm not going through that really slow, sad opening again where no. the fat guy dies again and then uh, the, uh, you can't skip that. No, that's that's heartbreaking. <laughs> that, those first ten minutes are just like, It's oh. fucked up. I was like, I'm not doing that shit again. No. Well, I already did this two days or three days ago. God damn. Yeah. What a great game. It is. And I, that's just, oh, so upset. Anyways, that's where I'm at. Mm -hmm. um, but we uh, beat Wind Waker. Yes. The Legend of Zelda. It just kind of ends. It just kind of ends. And so this is, when I was younger, I guess I did not realize or think about how this game was not finished. Like, it mm -hmm. very clearly just had, like, vast swaths of the game that were made to be padding. Like, the whole mm -hmm. Triforce quest at the end, which used to be longer. <coughs> and it's, like, it's just very clearly missing at least two dungeons. Yes. And so in interviews, I had not been keeping up with the interviews about the HD remake because mm -hmm. it's an HD remake. What yeah. do I care? But Aonuma, like, openly admitted in all these interviews, like, yeah, we had to cut at least two dungeons and, like, they were reused in other Zelda games. But it just, it makes the game feel weird. And, like, I, I do like it. I think mm -hmm. it's I, it has a lot of character and, like, the islands are interesting and stuff. But it does definitely just, like, there are a few points where you're, like... I, I like the Triforce quest at a certain point. It's like, mm -hmm. this is just, I don't know. You're just doing random quests right. to try to get these things, which would have been filled with two like actual dungeons filled with puzzles that would have been more compelling. But yeah, I, I do like it still. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting. I still think they should re-release this on switch, but we'll see if that ever happens. And I, I don't know. I mean, how hard do you think it is to like, uh, go oh, from Wii U to switch? So, they would have to change a decent amount because you the inventory is only on the Wii U gamepad. Oh yeah, they did. So change like they would have to like revert it back to how it was on the GameCube, where right, you just right. repeatedly go back to the just release menu the, all the, the time. GameCube version. They could. Yeah. I would. I'd take yeah. it either way. Hey, do it up. <laughs> release the GameCube version of Twilight Princess. It's better than the fucking Wii version. So yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So it was. It was just interesting. Like I, I had not thought about how it was not finished and right. 
It's very strange. Yeah, because the last episode we did, we were talking about how like we probably have a couple more uh, sessions, play sessions, and then that Sunday we just kind of beat it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just very <laughs> weird because even the last dungeon is not really a dungeon. No, it was that weird maze with Phantom Ganon and like a couple rooms, but other other than that, it was not a quote unquote dungeon. Like there were really no extreme there was no puzzle section or anything no no you like just fight a boss and then you're good and then you fight the forms of ganon very strange yeah the closest quote-unquote puzzle was like us trying to figure out how to beat the phantom ganon which that i i forgot to look that up to see if like we just got really bad luck and that's why we had to go through so many more doors oh i was talking about like when after we got the arrows, oh, and then we didn't realize we had to shoot him. With yes, it at yes. first I was just, but, but before that, you have to mm-hmm. like, you'll beat him and his sword will drop, and right. you go through the door it's pointing at. But we went through so many doors that at a certain point I was like, it's making the sound like we're doing the right thing, yeah. but it's been way too many doors. Yeah, yeah, it was like six so. Or seven I doors. I wonder I wonder if that's randomly generated, <sighs> like, and you could get like oh three doors is the least resistance or something, or if it's just more padding. Yeah, maybe they're just like, well, we <laughs> had rooms. So right. I don't know. It just keep. Yeah copy and paste the same room over and over again i guess yeah so that, that's interesting mm-hmm. but still still a good zelda game like this is better than skyward sword that's for sure mm. god i don't like skyward sword and that's where i'm at yeah yeah so we're gonna play something else now yes i have no idea i do not either <laughs> but uh i played the final fantasy 7 so did and... i last night how oh did, really how you did waited... you feel about it why don't you start? <laughs> I can't. I need to know if you hated it or not. I, I didn't hate it. Okay. I feel very blah okay. about it. Which, I mean, like, I have, of, of course. Like, I have that's... so many thoughts about this product. Mm-hmm. So I waited to play it because everyone I was saying, like, mm-hmm. very grandiose things. Oh, I, yeah, very, yeah. very. So I saw people saying, like, this is exactly what I wanted. Right. I can't wait. I love Final Fantasy VII. The thing that got me, though, was when people were like, it's got final fantasy 15-esque combat and i was like whoa i don't want any of that but then people were saying like no i think it's way better than 15's combat and i had people go back and forth uh on various things and like people saying to me like did you play it yet and i'd be like no because people keep saying it has like 15 combat and i really hated the 15 combat and like i'm just so worried that i'm gonna play this demo and then be like fuck this game i'm not gonna play it i and I don't like Final Fantasy VII as much as everyone else, right? right? But it is still one of those nostalgia things right? where it's like I do have fond memories of playing that game and parts of that game before it was like the most popular thing on planet Earth. Yes. Um, and so I finally played it. The intro of that game is perfect. It is the perfect intro of remaking the exact intro of Final Fantasy VII, like the cutscene where it zooms out on Midgar... And that gave me chills. Like, that's, like, the type of shit when people say they see the Normandy in Mass Effect 2, and mm-hmm. they're like, god damn, that, sh- that was tight. So, wait, that's the actual start to the game? Yeah, that is the intro of the game. Because you start at, like, level 6 or 7. Yeah, they just, I don't know why they don't do that. Okay. okay. I mean, being at level 1, I don't know what the stats are. A lot of RPGs do that. Usually you start at 5. 
I don't know what the difference. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was just like, oh, this must be like slightly. No, that is that game. is literally the intro because they bizarre. they don't know Cloud, so that's the whole thing. Is Avalanche the terrorist group? They do not know Cloud. Yeah, they even... just hired they hired him off the street because they're mm-hmm. like, we need someone who is good at fighting to get us in here. And he used to be a Shinra soldier, so he knows the layouts of the thing. But yeah, so like they don't know him, which is what I really like about it because. Okay. He doesn't talk in the original game, so it's just weird. And they say things at him. Mm-hmm. And in what I I've seen people have varying opinions. Like some people think Cloud has too much personality, and it's weird because <laughs> too because he much. Be, well, because he talks now. <laughs> well, yeah. But like, I think that he is the perfect representation of what that character should be. Right. Where he just like barely gives a fuck and is like kind of sarcastic, which he doesn't have a lot of personality. But like, that just seems like in today's games like it would be weird if they were if he was a silent protagonist well it wouldn't make any sense with the way everything else exactly um so so yeah there are a few things that they changed about that early portion that i think is like pretty questionable okay like so avalanche their whole thing is they're destroying the i will say mako forever Mm -hmm. but they say mako because they're using the proper japanese pronunciation I don't care. I was fucking 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Mako. So they blow up, they're blowing up the Mako reactor because it's harvesting the energy of the planet and they think that that's wrong and Shinra's a bad company. Okay, <coughs> spoilers, Shinra's a bad company and it's mm-hmm. stealing life force of the planet. Uh, and so like their whole thing is they know that it, people could get hurt uh, but they're still doing it anyways. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this, they kind of like Disney-fied it a little bit by having Shinra attack the reactor after the fact to make the explosion worse so that then they could like try to vilify avalanche even more Mm. but it's like no then it removes any moral ambiguity from avalanche Mm -hmm. it's just very weird like because in the original game they're adamant that what they are doing is correct and like now it's going to be something where they're like well now they're trying to put more of that blame on shinra this is a dumb thing and it's weird and i'm sure it might not actually play out in any way at all but it just is stupid mm-hmm. um the gameplay is better than final fantasy 15 i will right. say that because in 15 i felt like i never had a fucking grasp on what i was doing and nothing felt like it mattered ever or if i was like supposed to time things it didn't work it works in this game in a way that i like i well barrett is the slightly different thing i think his mechanics are terrible but yeah i didn't no i didn't like it no but like cloud yeah so you can mash but it also is not like 15 or at least my memory of 15 where like you can actually time the presses when it looks like he would be able to hit again and that's just the timing of it and it works so i think it feels better than 15 at least and Mm -hmm. i think they do a better job of making it like part action part turn based because like the way magic and shit worked in 15 was just not i I did not like it at all and then this you can at least pause it well it pauses the combat or it slows down you still use the skills the thing that i think is gonna be could go either way is whenever game action games like this action rpgs have a stagger bar usually what that means is that later enemies have hilarious amounts of like hp sponging Mm -hmm. and so you just have to use skills that make them break like that's what happened at the end of final fantasy 13 that's what xenoblade chronicles 2 was and in xenoblade chronicles 2 those battles if you did not play them properly could go on for like 40 minutes like Mm -hmm. it was shit was wild 
So this seems like it could go that route, but right. I hope it's closer to 13, where it's just like the stagger bars don't actually ever take that long, and then you just shred the enemies when the bar goes up fully. But it, it, I, I do like it. It's, mm-hmm. it's fine. Um, the plot is... I am so interested because they keep saying in every interview that they have added new characters and events to the plot because they had to extend it somehow. So I was I was way on board with like all the characters and the acting other than Barrett I think is excellent because why does he sound like a fucking 1990s caricature of what an African American person sounds like? And like it's really it blows my mind that he sounds like that and everyone else sounds like pretty regular. And then he just is like so over the top and extreme. There's like the scene in the elevator where he's yelling at Cloud mm-hmm. and I was just like what the fuck is this scene? Yeah, and then, like, for me personally, I was like, Barrett, you don't need to be talking when we're fighting at every second here. Oh, I Which, do like, I actually, those I do like, because I, I that's just a JRPG Yeah, thing. but there's nothing, in the. I mean, in the original game, it's just a turn-based RPG, so there's right. nothing. At least you, they give more personality through those, or whatever, mm-hmm. but... Barrett's a cool character, and, like, I later, you meet his daughter and stuff, and, like, it just... I feel like it removes I can't take the character seriously with the way his voice actor talks like it just every time I'm just like man what Mm. so that's really weird and I saw a lot of people saying they prefer his English voice actor to his Japanese voice actor and so I gotta hear what the Japanese one (laughs) sounds like to be like what does that sound like because everybody else is so like subdued or regular that it just he, he stands out to me mm-hmm. as being like whoa. Yeah, he was definitely like a little extreme. It's like calm down, yeah, Barrett. We need to calm down. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then so like I the the plot is the same, right? Except for the parts where Cloud gets his weird magic headaches, which is ironically every time he remembers something that he well spoilers for final fantasy 7 i'm not gonna spoil it but anyways that is like actually an element of Mm -hmm. plot that should have been in the original game but now seems hilarious that it's happening because it's like you're gonna try to fucking explain the late game plot revelations of this game earlier in the game and it's gonna be bizarre (laughs) so I don't know, man. Because, yeah, like, when they ask about if he knows Tifa and he, like, has the weird thing. And there was earlier when they asked, like, were you a Shinra soldier? And then at the end when he sees Sephiroth's feather. And you're like, this shit. Yeah. This shit's crazy. Having no context for any of it, I was just like, I've heard of Tifa. Because the internet was very upset that Well, she, so, like, that part is the first, like, I I don't know, like, 45 minutes of the game. Right. Even in the original. And so then literally what happens after that is just go back to their base, and, like, Tifa's Mm. there. Oh, okay. So, like, you meet her within the first hour of the game, so Mm -hmm. it's not not as weird. I, so also, people data mined a lot from this demo back when it was leaked on the internet. So I thought there was way more to this demo. No, it's Because people kept talking about, like, the jukebox in the base playing all these Final Fantasy songs. I thought you got to walk around in a city area, but then it was just literally you beat that first boss and yeah. it's over. And I was like, what? I think this was basically the E3 demo that we saw. Yeah, it was. Um, and so one of the other new additions, other than like, it just looks good. Right, it looks yeah. weirdly good. And you can see the materia slotted into Cloud Sword, which I think is really cool. Um, there's, they added crates that you like break mm-hmm. the crates. Why are there so many crates? <laughs> 
I don't know. I have a bigger question of why does every character have like 15 belts? Oh, that's Tetsuya Nomura character design. He has a He fetish. has a belt fetish. I was going to say, it's just like every character just like belts around their arms, around oh, their yeah. bodies. I was like, why are there so many belts? So many belts, baby. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just, yeah, I don't even I don't even notice it anymore. Wow. There's I, a Nomura game. There's mm-hmm. I know there's belts everywhere. Okay. Everyone's got belts. Is it kind of like the Final Fantasy guy? Or not? Our Kingdom Hearts guy who has with the no, zippers? No, that is he. That is him. Oh, really? Same guy. Oh, okay. Belts and zippers. But, his, I, his jam. I know he really likes zippers and... and yeah, so I actually I believe that Seven was one of the was the first game that he was the lead character designer on. Okay. Uh, yeah, and so like those designs have become much more extreme over time. Like Sephiroth in the movies Advent Children and like all the later ones just is like fucking belted up everywhere right. and like he didn't fucking look like that in the original mm. game. I mean he's just wearing like a weird coat with a long sword. Right. But now you look at it like fucking in Advent Children Cloud has a door knocker mm. on him and you're like what the fuck is this design my yeah. guy? So he he does a lot of weird stuff. But yeah, the, his design is very prevalent in these mm. redesigns of these characters. Yeah, like and it's just there's not a lot of, I, I don't know exactly how to, uh, aesthetic flow or whatever you want to call it, between the characters. They all just have such a different look. So that is what I think is weird is because some of them do look the same. Like I think that Cloud, Sephiroth, and Barrett, so like basically the characters that you would play as, all have like a similar aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But then like all of the Avalanche members, like Biggs and Wedge and Jesse look like they, especially uh, Biggs, looks like he came from a different game. Well, and Jesse has like that weird like medieval breastplate. Just oh I, yeah, that that's yeah. That's, I, I don't know. Like it, I mean, it's just all anime. Final Fantasy VII is very weird in terms mm-hmm. of that stuff because all the previous ones were like right. medieval fantasy times. Yes. So this is like somewhere in between, which this first game will not be. It will be there in Shinra, and so there's like robots and technology right. and all this crazy shit and barrett but has like a his hand is a, gun. a machine gun and then yeah. she's like running around with medieval <laughs> chest plate yeah but i mean and... like then you'll meet reno and rude and like mm-hmm. they just literally wear straight up suits all right. the time and stuff and so it's like it has a lot of weird aesthetic differences like that but then when they leave midgar it's like just medieval times basically <laughs> with monsters so it's it will be it'll be very strange especially to see with the new mm-hmm. like graphical right. overhaul yes, what yes. what does that even look like that looks so out of place down there that it'll mm-hmm. be wild yeah so i i don't know i this made me more excited for it because i think that i will actually enjoy it right but then i i with those additional story elements could be fucking something else so we will see yeah i am the exact reason why demos don't exist anymore cuz yeah. like i was like I went into it with, you know, like, I'll try it. Why not? And, like, I left going, like, I don't think I would spend $60 on this game. Oh, that's you, though. I mean, this yeah. game's going to... Oh, wait. This will, might be the highest-selling game that comes out this year, oh. I would assume. Well, I The Last of Us is going to be pretty high as well. Yeah, but The Last of Us doesn't have nostalgia from 1998. No, so like, no it does not. I, I, I actually wonder, because the amount of people who cried for this remake forever... Mm-hmm. Will it actually sell as many copies as <coughs> Square hopes mm-hmm. it will? Now, the game that will make the most money this year is a game that we didn't talk about under news, but that new Riot shooter. Oh, yeah, that, like, leaked, and then they were just like, all right, here you go. Because, like, 
a CSGO Overwatch clone? It just, yeah, it just is Overwatch, basically. Like it's, it, it, it's gonna print money for Oh, yeah, them. it's gonna be ridiculous for them, which is why I can't wait for their fighting game and the other mm-hmm. stuff, too, because yeah. it will print money for them, which means yes. that it will get good support, and, mm-hmm. like, actually, they will care about feedback and, like, try to balance it well and stuff. So. When they have the money to put into it. Uh, yeah, so, like, so. that's good. I mean, they're not gonna fucking run out of money. They'll <laughs> no, be like, no. oh, no, 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 we can't support this anymore. <laughs> like, that won't happen with Riot, no. so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, where this, this game... Fuck, man. Oh, yeah. This is going to be one oh, of the right. best sellers of the year. April 6th, baby. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Because I just... I gotta know. Mm-hmm. I gotta know how many crates are there. They're just crates in all the houses now. Crates on the road. Crates everywhere. Crates, crates, crates. Do you think you're gonna have to replay that entire section? Yeah. Or the game's gonna be like, oh, you did the demo. No, you'll have to play it again. <sighs> which is fine. I mean, every demo is that, basically. Yeah, well, except for the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon one. <laughs> which is you played. I did not. Also, um, that RPG did that, where the save transferred over. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that you fell asleep during. Oh, Octopath Traveler. Octopath that Traveler. is true. I think the new Dragon Quest Eleven one carries over too. Some mm. some do some now, do, some but do. it's it's weird. This I think the reason it doesn't carry over is because I think the final build will actually be wildly different. Maybe, probably. You can't fucking because you can't unequip materia mm. from the characters in the menu because. I, I Scott talked about this, and I thought that he was crazy at first. Fucking Barrett should not have thunder. He doesn't have high enough magic. You should be able to give that shit to Cloud, and it would be way easier. <laughs> now, how many? Once the game kind of gets going, how many people are in the party? Three. Uh, normally there would be three at a time. Okay. But there are many party members that you would swap in and out. Well, yeah, I'm just wondering, like, how many you, like... Well, in, in this, there would be... Let's see, I don't know. People care about Final Fantasy VII spoilers now, which is weird. So there'd be... I don't need to know, like... I was just wondering if you... At most times, you're gonna have three party members. Yeah, like, almost immediately after that. Okay. Because this, it was just two... Yeah, and that'll be weird, and I'm curious to see how the difficulty scales as well, because like that that demo was too easy, in my opinion, for like, cause you, I don't know, man. Maybe you do start at one in the regular game because like you could shit most of right. the enemies you could kill in a single combo, right? Which was very strange. <coughs> well, that's why I I was like, oh, this has got to be because it just starts you out like the first enemy you kill, you level up, yeah, to like seven, and I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah, and then there's also, like, the like the part near the end where you set the bomb, mm. and you can set it to less time, and then it took me less than three minutes to escape. Yeah, I did. And I, was, I would assume that you get a reward for doing it better, but you don't really, so I, I don't know. Maybe the fi- I think the final game will be, like, pretty different at that first part. I mean, not in terms of, like, the cutscenes and the enemy encounters, right. but just, like, the way things are scaled or... Mm-hmm items you get because you start the game with 15 potions and i was like what <laughs> that's just such a weird number to be like here you go man and then every yeah. crate you break you get like 30 more potions and i the crates were randomly generated items it's just bizarre so that that stuff is strange i don't know so i i'm curious to see what it ends up being like mm-hmm. for a full release yeah and i'm curious to see how people will re- react when it ends and then they're like not well who's ready to wait years three it's gonna be minimum three years i god and how do you think they're gonna handle that poorly because they removed part one from the name no 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 i meant like the saves if it's gonna be like 
I would assume that it is like uh, Mass Effect, Mass two, Effect to three. two to three scenario where and like not one to two. Well, it's, see, but then that's weird because like, do you just cap out at like level thirty or forty in this, and then you can't go higher than that, or can you just get to ninety nine? And then they have to scale you back in the next game. Like, yeah, it's just, it's it's a mess. I, I, the, the, I have no idea how they would be able to solve that and have it be good. And Because yeah, if it goes from, like, one to two, where it's, like, basically a whole new system and none of it really transfers over, I understand it's going to be cross-generation. Um, so, like, I don't know how that's going to work. And, that, like, that's the other part of it, is it's not like... <laughs> It will just be easily transferable to the new console. Like, they will have to re-engineer a lot of stuff. So it's not one of those things where they can just, like, fucking crank them out if they had done this a couple years ago on the Mm -hmm. PS4. Yeah. Like, they'll actually have to put in a moderate amount of work. Mm -hmm. Like, it's why Persona 5 took so long to come out. Because they were like, oh, we're also going to put it out on PS4 now. Mm -hmm. Oops. That takes way more effort than we thought. (laughs) So we have to delay it for a long time. Like, I just wonder if they had planned on cranking them out and mm-hmm. now the PS5 is going to be out and they're like, oh, fuck. They're going to be like, you have to play... Pl- you have to put the disc in on your PS5 and then you can move the save. It's going to be some convoluted... Uh, yeah, so I'm... It'll be weird, mm-hmm. but I... You know, good for them. Mm-hmm. Fans get what they want. It's a lot of uh, big decisions because if you only let people go to like 30... I have a feeling people are going to be very upset about that. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's just, it's also one of those things where, like, there aren't really that many side areas Mm -hmm. in the beginning because you're just in Midgar and it's, like, more or less the tutorial tutorial area where you're just, like, learning how to get things. And then, obviously, when you leave Midgar and you go out into the open world, like, there's a lot more you can do, but Mm -hmm. you won't go there no so i don't it's bizarre because the way the demo unless the people who mined the demo what it wasn't complete but it seems like it literally just ends when you're leaving midgar Mm -hmm. or you'll just go outside to the first area and it'll be over so unless they just hit a lot more content and it goes so much farther than that which i you know i don't think it does uh so what do you how long do you think it's going to be like 20 hours that's what I would assume. But th- then they claim they... Like, I I can't think in my head how long it would take to get out of Midgar in the original game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would guess that this is like 25 hours. Especially because th- even though they say they're adding new characters to like make it seem like a full game. Right. Like, I don't even know how you do that. Like where do you insert these characters? How do they even interact with them? What? <laughs> They're, they're, and I, I could go on forever about this because I just right. don't get it because they also retconned a bunch of stuff from the original game in later Final Fantasy VII spinoffs. Like, will that stuff show up in this game? Will all those retcons appear here so that then that is the new, mm-hmm. like, normal thing? Like, will all the weird shit that happened in the flashbacks of Crisis Core happen? Will the stuff that, like, leads up to Advent Children happen? Like, what what's going on? Bizarre. Yeah. There's so many questions that I have. Like at this point, I'm just curious about like how could you possibly handle this? I gotta see it. I'm also it'd be interesting to see like the time each game's like times. Like the first one will be 20 hours, the second one will be 60 hours, and then the third one will be like 20 hours or something like that again. Yeah, I, I don't know. It depends how they split it up. Right, it's just weird. Because like by a lot of accounts, the 
end of Midgar is not like a clean one third of the way through the game. No. So it's, it's just interesting. It's like pretty early in yeah. the game. And from my remembrance of the game, at least. There's a lot after that. Right. <coughs> so, I, yeah, we'll see. I, I like the demo, but like, I could see why you would not enjoy it mm. and why it wouldn't sell a lot of people. Like I, 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 I think it would sell to basically anybody who's excited about Final Fantasy VII. Oh yeah, like, and like especially that intro scene when you see that in mm-hmm. full HD, you're like, oh fuck, mm-hmm. we're finally doing it. Um, but outside of that, like it just, especially for people who didn't really like 15, it's like they took some of the combat design and it's polished and like it works better, but it's not like revolutionary or anything like it just yeah i I don't know so it's interesting and like yeah yeah, you don't control all the characters at the same time really no because that's just how action games work so that takes away some of the strategy and you can still issue them commands but it's not the same as it was so who knows and i don't think you could use you couldn't change it to the rpg mode in the demo i don't think like the turn-based mode fully Oh, well, there was, at the beginning, there was the three options. Yeah, and so I there don't know... There was, like, easy, normal, and then there was, like, the turn-based option. And so I don't know if that actually is the mode they were talking about, because that's still, like, the same thing. It's mm-hmm. just that it pauses more often. Okay, like, so I... So, I... The way it made it seem to me was they were trying to say, like, yeah, the whole thing is turn-based, like, the whole battle, but I don't think any of it works like that, so I yeah. think that might have been a little misleading. But, I don't know. Yeah, so Pokemon mm-hmm. Mystery Dungeon. Yeah. You played this demo. Yeah, I, I was like, I might as well try it, you know, type. It's okay, I guess. It The game kind of reminded me of, like, a little bit more... Uh, with more gameplay, but, like, that Pokemon mobile game that they released last year. Or two years ago. There are so many Pokemon mobile games now that I literally have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Pokemon Quest, was it? Pokemon... Oh, the one that was on the Switch? That was on the Switch and mobile, and, like, the Pokemon had block or blocky. Yeah, don't remember what that was called. I don't either. But I don't know that I agree with that, statement. Just because this uh, Mystery Dungeon is, like, a franchise. So it's, it's like, got a very own unique... Like, it's an actual RPG as opposed to action. Uh, No, it is just kind of mash the buttons and... Well, well, I mean, but it, it is still there is you're taking turns still, right? And it is like the numbers are happening behind the scenes as opposed mm-hmm. to you pushing the button and a thing instantaneously happening. But you can just like put in a, put on an auto mode. And you then, can, yeah, and then it just walks around for you. Yeah, which that's where I was like, oh, this is okay. feeling a lot like that mobile. Yeah, because that is usually a negative. The yes. auto mode. Because it usually does very poorly, especially in the later stages of Pokemon oh, Mystery I'm sure Dungeon. It does. It's buck wild mm-hmm. how fucked up it can be. I remember having like the most overpowered team, and the auto would still find a way to like kill all of them. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh. <laughs> uh, so, so like, did you didn't seem to enjoy it very much? I it was okay. It, like, I'd... so the thing that I think will. I think this game will do very poorly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think that the people that it will sell to will be people who have nostalgia for that original game because Mm -hmm. the plot is really good. But the gameplay of Mystery Dungeon, I don't think holds up 
in modern times, especially because they did nothing to it from what right. I saw. Like, it seems exactly the same. And it also seems like they didn't really add any content to this outside of the original game. So, it, like, it seems like it's just up They added new Pokemon. Oh, okay. And then, like... There's, like, mega evolutions and stuff. Oh, interesting. I, I tried to look up the differences, mm-hmm. and I couldn't find a list of the differences. But you'll be very excited to find out. Because, like, you answer those questions. You answer the questions that you can be a, you are a Pokemon. And then you're, like, guess what Pokemon I ended up being. Like, it was just like, hey, you're this Pokemon. Machop. No. Who was it? Psyduck. Oh, no. <laughs> I was Perfect. like, that's, that's fitting. I... I can't. I can't remember. Cause yeah, usually it's the starters of the of Gen One, Pikachu. Oh, there were a lot of options. Interesting. Maybe there's more options in this one. Oh, like in their like new gens. Yeah. Interesting. So they must have added some. I I wonder if this means that they will also release the sequels to these games. Cause the next one is the my favorite one. So, I probably will not get this, especially after seeing how, like, little it actually adds to it. Right. Yeah, there was Torchic, Bulbasaur, Charmander, Chikorita. Oh, so Gen 1, 2, 3. 3. And then Meowth, Eevee, and Psyduck. Yeah. So, I think uh, the Gen 3 ones, I think they added in the second game. So, mm. they went back and added that stuff here. That That's cool. Yeah. I, the watercolor style, I think, looks neat. But yeah, it just, well, it's fine. It's it's a weird thing because they announced that like apropos of nothing, mm-hmm. and then it was weird. That I thought that they were even doing that, but I, I like Mystery Dungeon. I'm excited. If it wasn't coming out right now, I would buy it. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna save that sixty bucks to buy something that I will much rather play because I could just play the original if I really cared that much. Right. But yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a strange thing, and I. I hope that they do well enough to make the rest of them or make a new one because I think people really want a new one. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, this did get kind of, like, it was just kind of thrown into the Pokemon. uh, Direct. Direct. And then it's come out, and I really haven't heard anybody talk about it. No. And the reviews seem very middling. Yeah, and which I think even the reviews of the original back then were pretty middling, so it's... It seems very much like a faithful recreation Mm -hmm. of it, which is both good and bad. Right. It seems pretty mindless. Oh, definitely. After a certain point, when you have specific Pokemon, it's like, oh. How many can you have in your party? Four? Uh, I don't actually remember. I think it differs depending on the thing. Because it gives you an option. Like, you're just kind of like, do you want to be this Pokemon? I was like, yeah, I'll be Psyduck. And then I got to pick a partner. Yeah. And then I picked Machop, which actually this list didn't even have Machop. So. The partners might be different. The partners might be more, yeah. Because I, I read an article where someone's partner was Psyduck, so mm. I don't know. So at least you can definitely pick all of those as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't have a lot to I say. It's it's, if you're really curious, just try the demo. Yeah, and that carries over, so yeah. you can continue on and not have to redo the early parts which is always a bonus i think yes um you also excuse me (laughs) burping time spinner yes i uh uh because you had played castlevania symphony of the night i did and you wanted to play symphony of the night again i in time spinner i I, yeah i really liked uh bloodstained last year yeah then i was like man i really 
Then I wanted to try Symphony of the Night, and I really liked that. And then I was like, well, this is on Game Pass. Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It's on PC Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's actually how I played that, and I didn't have any issues with well, it. Well, so. great. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I'm sure if I turned it on, it would uh, tell me it can't sync with the <laughs> fucking cloud and then blow up. I uninstalled Crackdown. Oh, no. I realized it was still installed and was like, whoa, what are we doing here? <laughs> but you kept the, the single player. You just got rid of the multiplayer. No, I got right? rid of both. No, I The multiplayer I was like so small that mm-hmm. I was like, how does that even work? It was like a gig and a half. And I, I was think like, it's like all in the cloud and there's no, there's I, not really any mode to it anyways. Maybe. Maybe that's why I couldn't load. It's because it used all my cloud resources to play the multiplayer. Of Probably. But yeah, Time Spinner was really, uh, it was cool i kind of liked it uh because you have like the orbs yeah that float around you and then like those are basically all your weapons that you're switching around so yeah i mean I, there's not a lot i can say about these kind of games you just kind of like yeah it's well, just a metroidvania that is very much trying to be, call to mind symphony of the night right except instead of like where you flip the castle upside down it's just like two different time periods where you're yeah. just kind of bouncing between and you just kind of run around and discover new areas and yeah and you like collect familiars and Mm -hmm. get new abilities that kind of stuff level up Mm -hmm. do it big yeah you also played guacamelee i did i saw this and i laughed so hard because i played guacamelee 2 when it came out okay i remember really liking guacamelee 1 i bet if i played it now I would no longer like it. Why do you think you wouldn't like it? Because of all the memes. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I ignored those. Well, it's easier to ignore them in the begin in the first one because oh. they're not part of the plot. Right. In the second one, holy shit, Matt. Okay. There were points where I was like, this is okay, like the gameplay, yeah, because yeah. it's just guacamelee again. But I don't know that I will finish this. And, wow. and then I did. And it makes a lot of references to how people didn't like the meme things in the first one. But then the fact that they were part of like the plot in this second one was like, whoa. But no, I, th- I think it is a fun Metroidvania. Did you enjoy it? Did you beat it? Or are I you did. still playing it? Okay. I, uh, it's not very long. I mean, no, it's, it's like, not. Yeah. It's like five hours, if that. But yeah. it was much harder than I was expecting. Like the, the uh, yeah, this a lot of the platforming the can platform, get really challenging, yes. especially like the secret areas. Near mm-hmm. the, it's like what the fuck. Yeah, this I was just like, man, some of these like because you're like switching back and forth. Yeah, between, the two dimensions. Yes, mm-hmm. and you're having to switch between those and use all your abilities. Like they force you to use all your abilities at the end. They do, and I think that that's cool. Yes, uh, but yeah, the especially like some of the later mm-hmm. challenges are like, well, this is going on forever. Yes. Uh, Guacamelee 2, I think, had that, but to, like, a bad degree. Like, mm. some of the areas went on for so long. Yes. Um, and I, my mind shut off eventually when I was playing the second one. But I did, I did really like the first one when it mm-hmm. first came out. Uh, Drinkbox Games. Yes. They are, I, I like their stuff. So. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. It was, uh, very different from Time Spinner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, it's kind of weird that they're, they're technically in the same genre. Yeah, they're the same genre. I mean, Time Spinner <laughs> is very much just trying to be, like... Symphony of the Night, yes. whereas Guacamelee is more just like, hey, I don't know, you're like a fun wrestler guy. Yes. It and is. it's weird. And it's much more platforming heavy. Yeah, definitely. So Yeah, but still same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, fun. He plays a luchador. You do. Juan. Mm-hmm. Who's in a lot of different indie games. He is now. Juan is in many indie games. He's in Runbo. That's yes. the last one I remember. 
Um, I played Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, the mm. Grand Blue Fantasy fighting game. Let me tell you what, it's an anime fighting game. Made by Arxis. Made by Arxis. And that's the main extent of what I have to say about it, I, is I don't really like fighting games very much, <laughs> but I do like Grand Blue Fantasy enough. I like the plot right. of it, and I would like to support them here in this country. Mm -hmm. I bought the season pass for the first character pass. I just, I don't know, man. <coughs> no, they have, no, Arxis has so many different anime fighters. Like, where would this be closest to? Is it more like Blaze Blue? Is it more this like, is, so this like is, the Persona one? This one is weird because they greatly simplified it to a certain degree. So which is it more I, like the Persona? Yeah, sort of. And I think it may have actually hurt it in the long run. Because the characters are all cool and pretty unique, obviously, because right. there are a bunch of Grand Blue Fantasy characters, which is a Japanese mobile gacha game that you can play in English. If you really want to know, I'll tell you how to play. Not you, but anyone. It's it's easy enough to I play. I played it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's easy enough to get into. And you can play it on a web browser if you want. Yeah, because, you know, Jumbo. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's just a turn-based RPG, so yeah, it's, like it's he, whatever. He sent me the link, and he was like, you got to do this. Oh, that's weird. What and a guy. I, and then I played like an hour, and I was like, Jumbo, this isn't for me. No, and he skips all the story, which is the only part that I really like about it. So uh, That's why I'm excited about the games, and now they're finally living their grand dream that they talked about six years ago, where it would span mm -hmm. anime, and now the sound season two of the anime, and... Uh, all these different types of games. This one was the least type of game I would want as a fighting game, but right. there's an action RPG that was made by Platinum, and then they dropped Platinum. Well, there's like an RPG mode. There is. So that is, I beat that. And I think they, let's say, oversold that quite a bit. <laughs> so, like, I, it does a good job of capturing... Mm -hmm. Grand Blue Fantasy. Right. You can make a bunch of gotcha pulls with tickets for weapons, and then you can do what you do in Grand Blue, where you make weapon grids uh, of certain weapon types, and you upgrade them, you feed the weapons to other weapons, level them up, upgrade the skill, whatever, and then you get more attack that way. The way it works is they had to add a block button because of this. Right. Because you can move left and right in the RPG mode, and you basically fight a bunch of random jobbers. And they die in, like, three hits. And so what ended up happening was I would mash the auto combo into a super and then... Or a special, and then kill all the enemies in, like, one combo. And then the only hard enemy was the final enemy, where I then decided to actually focus on my weapon grid, and then I beat that. And it's just, like... All of the missions are really samey. They don't mm -hmm. take that long. The load times in between each thing take just slightly too long. I heard from people who, like... Because not everyone realizes that you can play the mobile version. Mm. So, like, a lot of the story stuff made no sense to them. Because the game does not do a great job of, like, explaining any of, like, the characters No, or but that's what I think is dumb about it also. Is, like, you're releasing this game in the U.S. It's mm -hmm. The mobile game can't be downloaded here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you have to use a strange, like, workaround apps on phones or just go to the website and figure out how to make an account on a Japanese website. It's like there's guides and stuff, and it's easy enough to do. And then yeah, the game yeah. is fully in English. Then you just choose English, and it's, like very well translated and it it works that way but for this to be the first thing they released in the u.s is kind of weird because mm -hmm. a lot of the story is them remembering events that happen right 
dozens and dozens <laughs> of hours into the plot of the mobile game. Mm-hmm. So, like, Fairy is in it, and she's a ghost, and, like, no one would know why she's a ghost and what's going on there. No one would know about Belial and what his whole deal is and what they keep talking about, the shit that happened with Lucilius and all this other stuff. It's bizarre right. because I know, yeah, and I, I played it, and, like, I know who all the characters are, but even then, it's so shallow. Like, it's not... The plot is nothing. Mm-hmm. And they have a lot of characters in the plot that are not characters in the game. And so I originally thought that, like, there's one of the main characters, Rackham, has the same Japanese voice actor as the One Piece character, Sanji. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that they didn't put Rackham in the game because they didn't want to pay his voice actor. But then he talks a shitload in the story <laughs> mode. So I was like, what the fuck? Why wouldn't you put one of the main characters in? I feel like the character choices they made, they tried to pick like a wide breadth to please everyone. And it just ended up being a weird mix of characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I do like it and it is very simplified. Like you, there's shortcuts for all the special moves that are on a cooldown, as if you use them as skills in Grambler Fantasy. Um, and so that makes inputting combos and stuff a little bit easier uh most of the characters are not super combo heavy Mm -hmm. uh and it seems pretty unbalanced right now like there are three or four characters that seem way better than the rest and then like the new dlc character the first season pass character since the game had been out for a month in japan Mm -hmm. it came out on the first day of release here okay and i i like narmaya she's cool she has a katana but um she is one of those characters that has like a bunch of crazy like stance switches and all this crazy shit and you have to work so hard to get a combo that like another character can do in two hits and it's like what is what is going on <laughs> like the main character of the game gran mm-hmm. he his damage output is i don't know what the fuck the balancing on that was like he can do three hits and it's like 75 percent of your health you're like what the fuck happened here uh so yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's a fun fighting game. I don't know that I'm gonna get that much more into it. Right. I for sure thought the RPG mode was gonna be like more robust, and now the fact that I already beat it is like kind of disappointing, and also that it wasn't super fun. You can play it two player, uh, online or local. So Jumbo was here the other night, and we played through most of it just like mm-hmm. mindlessly talking and mashing the buttons because you don't really have to focus at all. So, I don't know, it's cool. It looks super good and graphically, just like all other Arxis games. The It has the same, like, the intros are all 24 frames a second so that they look like anime, and then the games run at 60. And it's, mm-hmm. it's good. I've had no frame drops or anything, no, like, weird issues. Uh, there are a bunch of stuff, like, to do with the UI. Like, I think the UI sucks ass. And, like, the week after it came out, they did an interview, and they were like, yeah, the first thing we're going to work on is the UI. We hear your complaints. Ha, 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 ha. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> so they're, I think they're going to keep updating it over time because <coughs> it's going to be really easy to sell people who like Grand Blue Fantasy packs that have characters they like right. in them. So I think this is going to be one of those things where, like, Dragon Ball, it receives a comical amount of DLC support just because there are, like, fucking 9,000 characters in Grand Blue. And I'm surprised they haven't gotten on the costume train because mm-hmm. a lot of Grand Blue characters are like, oh, there's like 12 versions of the same character with different costumes. Uh, so they could get on that train if they wanted to. Who knows? It, it's a fighting game and it is right. very much an Arxis fighting game. It's just a lot simpler, I think maybe to its detriment. But I th- people seem to think that they did that because they didn't want to like scare away people who like Grand Blue Fantasy because they're like filthy casuals or something. 
they and that would, seems bad. That seems like that, not a good reason to do anything. That can't be the reason, because then they would have done that with Dragon Ball. Yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball is a lot s- simpler, quote unquote, than a lot of other fighting games that they had done. But then it's because I feel like, but it's I think still that this complicated I th- enough. Well, I, I, I don't know. I think it's like really brain dead now, especially because mm. I mean, the auto combos in that game are like the game. Mm for a lot of it but they're doing the same thing with the new guilty gear which is why i think that reasoning is kind of like doesn't make sense like the new guilty gear seems a lot slower and more like neutral based and people are getting very upset about that as well so i i I don't know it seems like maybe arxis realized that hey guilty gear doesn't sell super well because we can't we moved over to blaze blue so that we could get away from it being super complicated and then oops we made blaze blue super complicated we brought back guilty gear mm-hmm. still had to be pretty complicated and then guilty gear just they kept adding on to that and now they're like resetting it and it's gonna be a lot simpler and mm-hmm. i i think they realize that maybe they'll sell more copies to regular humans that way which this game i think like if you just want to pick up and like mash buttons and have something fun and anime happen like you can do that with this but the base roster is like 12 characters, so it's not... For 60 bucks, it might be a large ask for a lot of people. Yeah. Also, the standard edition physically did not come out in the U.S., but all the websites everywhere still listed it like it was going to come out, and then they were just like, yeah, it's not in stock. And then there's like deluxe versions where you get like stuff for the mobile. Yeah, you get the stuff for the mobile version and if you buy the regular game. Too. Oh, okay. Uh, it comes out on PC March 13th. But is your brother planning on getting it or no? No, I don't think so. Because he already has the PS4 version from Hong Kong. So. Oh, he bought it? Yeah, a month ago. Really? Yeah. Because like I didn't think he'd play anything on a PlayStation. No, but you because you can game share, so you can pay way less if you split it with like three people. Mm. Um. So did he hook up his PlayStation? Yeah, it's upstairs. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. And they have the season pass. Uh, well, they have the Japanese version, so I don't think it has English, but. It doesn't really matter. No, I'm sure he doesn't care. Um, yeah, but you can buy the special edition for like 90 bucks. They got that physically everywhere. And I think it's annoying because that doesn't even... It's not like just the regular one with the season pass. It's $90 for like a color pack. Oh. With it. And like nothing else really. Do so like, you I'm want not, all these different colors? I'm not fucking paying for that shit. That's stupid. $30 for all colors though? I think it came with some digital art book or something too but i i was just like i and then the art for that version is way better the regular standard edition is ugly as sin in my opinion but anyways it didn't come out here so i had to buy it digitally right and i had some money on psn so i bought the season pass as well and depending on who they release in the second season pass maybe i'll buy that how, how many characters do you think will be in the season pass five that's it yeah five per pass which is standard for most fighting games. Yeah. I I mean, Smash is six. But uh, that's not really... Yeah, that was... One of them was free, though, for everybody. Mm. The Piranha Plant was... Uh, okay. Free. Yeah, so that's all I got. I don't know. It, like, didn't really blow my mind. It's a fun fighting game, and it's weird because there's been footage of it everywhere for over a month because right. it came out in Japan and Hong Kong and was in English and had English voice. <laughs> so it just feel, it feels like I bought this game a month late. Yeah. Uh, which is really strange. Do you think it ha- it's going to have any weight in the fighting game community? Uh, or do you think the simplicity is going to, like, people are going to turn off pretty quick? I think people are going to turn off pretty quick, but who knows, because Dragon Ball is still prominent. Uh, at a certain point, like, how many fucking Arc System Works games can you have in the circuit at one time? Like, if Dragon yeah. Ball is still going and, like, just got completely revamped 
and this, and they release a new Guilty Gear, and if people keep playing Blaze Blue Cross Tag, like what? Yeah, what? I, I can't imagine like. I mean, fighting game, like people who are running the event, I don't think they're gonna want four Arxis games. No, and it's just one of those things where, like, I would think that they would get rid of Blaze Blue Cross Tag, but it seems like they still are releasing DLC for that all the time. Or, like, announcing new stuff, at least. Mm-hmm. So it's just weird. Right. I, I think this is the final season of Dragon Ball Fighters, but I also think they'll just make a sequel. So, it's, it's strange. Yeah. I, I mean, this is at least good for them. In, J- in Japan, it sold very well, <coughs> obviously, because mm-hmm. Grand Blue is, like, one of the fucking largest mobile games on Earth. So... It's going to do well with, like, normal people outside right. of the fighting game community, so I don't know that they need to give a shit if it catches on in the fighting game community or not. It's at Evo, so, like, which I guess we'll see, and at least two more of the DLC characters will be out by then. Do you think it'll be fun at Evo, or do you think it's going to be pretty, like, okay, I'm seeing the same combos? Uh, I don't enjoy watching it very much now so mm-hmm. i probably i think it'll be kind of boring at evo but uh, who knows unless people find out some fucking crazy tech or like i mean it's only a month in so people right. don't know a lot of the crazier stuff yet but i hope that there are some balance changes before then otherwise you might just be seeing a lot of the same three four characters right which is a bummer so yeah i don't know that's all we got for games i think yeah yeah and so this is exciting i'm excited yes this very is... exciting there's a couple misses. Yeah, there's a couple misses. Looking at this, boy, a lot of this generation was Resident Evil, huh? Yeah, they've been pretty busy with that. They've been cranking it out. Yeah. Uh, so we are going to continue ranking uh, publishers of the last, well, the current generation. Yes. Um, see how they did. And this time it's Capcom. Yes, we're going in alphabetical order for the most part, and now we're into the C's. So yeah, and then I just kind of ordered these alphabetically. Yeah. Uh, so the first one to talk about is a game that we both liked a lot last year, and that was uh, Devil May Cry Five. Yeah. Which is, as I said, we both liked it, and it's a really good game. Uh, you just. Yeah, I think they did a good job. This was one of the ones where I was like, "Oh boy, you really gotta." do well with this one here capcom because people well depending on who you ask people really like dmc right and uh devil may cry fans quote unquote really hated it and wanted a sequel to devil may cry 4 with the same characters in mm-hmm. the same world and then capcom unrebooted their own franchise <laughs> and said okay we'll go back devil may cry 5 here we go Mm-hmm. Let it and, rip. Which, I mean, th- there was a 10-year period between Devil May Cry 4 and 5, basically. There was. I also remember the details of Devil May Cry 5 leaked long, long before it was announced. And I remember reading them all and thinking, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. And it was like literally, hey, you play as V or this unnamed character. Uh, you also play as Nero and Dante and you switch between the three. And there was mm. so much like it was all very accurate. Like someone clearly just like leaked the design doc. And so many people were like, I would love for this to be true, but I don't. This seems too good to be true mm-hmm. in this scenario. And then they revealed it and it was like, holy shit. That was actually like a real leak. Yeah. And uh, yeah, cause, like, it came to fruition. Dante was hardly shown in any of the 
marketing. He would be occasionally shown at like the end of trailers and stuff, but it was it was pretty much just Nero for a lot of the the push, a lot of the marketing, and then some V. Yeah, but they had like said in all the interviews right. that you'd play as all three. Yeah, like, like you knew going yeah. in that because, like as I said, at the end of a lot of the the trailers, they would have Dante for a little bit. I remember that one trailer, the motorcycle, the wood, the motorcycle. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's what a lot of people remember. But I think it's cool that this game came out and was as good as it was. And like that hopefully they can continue to make more or do something else with oh, it. And hopefully it doesn't take 10 years for them to make the the sixth one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who? I, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know where the franchise goes from here. Right. But it's still, it's a, it's a fun action game. Yeah. And the fact that they got to make it and it wasn't like shitty yeah no. i i think it is excellent because a lot of I, capcom reboots and stuff like i think in the ps3 era capcom really floundered a little bit trying to find how to like move on their franchises right and for a lot of them it didn't work no or actually the reverse happened for street fighter right but then there was the oh god the one with the 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 arm what is that game called? Oh, that was not their game. No, that's a Capcom game. No, it isn't. Oh, you're talking about Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando. I was thinking of... Fuck. The game that's just, like, infamous, but the guy has a knife hand. Oh, okay, yeah. I can't think of what the fuck that game is called. I was thinking of Bionic Commando. Bionic Commando, yes. Where but his people, wife so is the arm. People like that yeah. game now. Now, so I don't know. That's been retconned a little bit. They but, should. They should. Uh, they should read. They should do a new Bionic Commando with his wife well, being the army. They thing? they did both because they reboot. They did a new Bionic Commando 2D side scroller during right. last generation, which people really liked. Then they made a sequel, and people hated that sequel. Mm. And then they made the 3D version, and people did not like it at the time, <coughs> even though I think it was an interesting concept mm-hmm. for them to try. I've never actually played that or seen very much gameplay, I don't think. Yeah. It was very 3D, though. The one disappointing looking at this list is not a lot of new. No new, actually. No, and I... No, like, new new IPs. Yeah, I don't think that Capcom is, like, can do that anymore. You don't... So you think we'll just keep seeing new Mega Mans and Devil May Cry? No, I don't think we'll ever see another new Mega Man, but I... (laughs) You don't think, really? I I don't know. I, I mean, their whole thing now is releasing collections of Mega Man games. Yeah, they just did that. They only have two more. They have Battle Network, which I'm playing through on stream. You guys should watch. Also, Mega Man Legends 1 and 2 and Tron Bond. So the Mega Man Battle Network collection could be six games, Mm -hmm. technically. Like 12 games. Right. If you get both versions. Uh, And so they could do that. And then Battle Network. And then what do they re-release the collections? Do they collect their collections in one? (laughs) They need to re-release ten. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just so weird mm-hmm. because I after Inafune left, they really kind of like trashed on Mega Man, and then they didn't do any like they canceled Mega Man Legends three right. because of that, and then the fact that Eleven came out was shocking. So, but yeah, I would ex- I would not expect to see a lot of Mega Man. I was surprised Mega Man Eleven came out. Yeah, but then it seemed to be received fairly positively. Yeah, and that was the same that was the same type of thing to me as Devil May Cry where it's like, oh cool, like you guys made another side scrolling <coughs> Mega Man and mm-hmm. like it sure fucking is Mega Man because right. it's hard as fuck and I'm not a big fan of the originals. 
Uh, but they did add like the time slowing down mechanics. And yeah, they there were there, there were interesting there were also interesting mechanics right. uh, to go along with it. So it was like slightly fresh take on regular Mega Man. But that was that was another one where it was like, oh, I didn't think you would ever make another one of these, and then you did, and it was actually good. So mm-hmm. good for you, I guess, because it right. could have gone horribly wrong. Right. Um, so especially you... after Mighty Number no. Nine. <laughs> Oh, Which boy. they didn't make. But no, they didn't. It was, it was, they were like, well, Mega Man's gone. Here's Mega Man. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh, no. That shit sucks. Yeah, that... Did you beat that? I did. On stream. Fine play. Okay. When you do good things, it'll say, fine play. Then a guy will say that out loud. That was my favorite part of the game. Was it ever fixed, or is that like... Oh, I thought you were saying, was it ever fun? And I was no. Say, God, no. no. God, no. I know you didn't have any fun with it. No, I was also sick during the end of it. God, that stream probably is rough. Uh, yeah, I was sick near the end of it, and then Scott told me that he had watched a stream uh, where he had seen that you could beat a boss without getting hit, and like you were invincible. And I was like, "We got to get in on that." And so I like broke a, the, one of the final bosses. That was fun, I guess. Um, but I did they fix it? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that. I was just, I would guess not. I mean, is it one of those cases where like? The game is so flawed at its core that you can't quote unquote fix it and make it. No, better. like I think that it would be good for a speedrunner because the whole thing of it is that they want you to go quickly, right? Okay. And so then that is where it really shows how shitty it is. Is when you slow down, you like slow to a crawl, and it's like, oh no, no, no. Mm. So there are parts of it where you can see, like, oh, I could see this being cool right. if it was a continuous flow of motion. It's the problem modern Sonic games have, where, like, they're sending you fast, and you're like, well, this is really cool, and then the game slows down, and you get time to realize how shitty it actually is. You're like, oh, man, Sonic just stopped when he hit this wall. This camera's bad. This, this is bad. <laughs> Especially the 3D. Yeah, so that it's it's a similar... Mm-hmm. Mighty Number no. 9 was similar to that, I think. Okay. Where it's like, I can see this being cool, but I just it doesn't work in mm-hmm. context. Um, so yeah, Devil May Cry, Mega Man. Yes, uh, uh, Dead Rising. Let's get over Dead Rising. So yeah, Dead Rising 3 and <coughs> 4. Right. 3 was an Xbox One launch exclusive where you mm-hmm. played as a Spanish guy. I think his name was Carlos, but that is also the name of a guy in Resident Evil. So I don't know. I, I don't uh, know. It still had the same type of mechanic where it was like based on time, like the other Dead Risings where you had to get the survivors out of the area in time. Mm-hmm. But instead of it being confined in a building, like a mall or something, it was you could make vehicles as well as like the weapons that you would stitch together and so you would have to traverse across large areas of zombies from one safe house to another uh and i remember people not liking it a lot but it was a launch game and i think it had a lot of performance issues i don't know that it ever came to pc either i don't know this is one franchise i don't know a lot about um i do know four had uh hank east it also had Frank West. Yes. Hank East was just Frank West's like, he just yeah. alter ego or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. So 3 was weird because Dead Rising is known for being really goofy. Right. And 3 really wasn't. Like, it was a lot more serious in a lot of areas and people didn't like that. Yeah, 4 took back the goofiness with shit like Hank East. And they also did a thing like they did with Dead Rising 2 where they released like... Uh, like a mini downloadable game first to be like, oh, this is what the gameplay is like. And I remember people really liked that and it Mm -hmm. had like interesting goals and objectives and then they didn't like the main game as much. 
Uh, but it was another one where you're just like in a mall, except yeah, yeah. it was Christmas time. And you uh, just like build all these like weird weapons where you just like tie like chainsaws on on the sticks. Yeah, and, and then just... you like fight the psychos, mm-hmm. which are just weird people who are stuck with you in the mall. Um, and then they shut down the studio. Yeah. <laughs> After. So I, I, I got the impression that it was okay. That it was an okay game. Yeah. Uh, but I just don't think it sold enough for them. I think after the fourth go around, people were like, maybe the Resident or the Resident Evil, the Dead Rising formula is a little stale. That and just like releasing on like the lowest uh, platform, like the smallest platform, couldn't have helped. <laughs> uh, four. Well, four was on. It was originally Xbox One, and then it came to PS4 a year and, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like. An Xbox One exclusive, launch exclusive, was three. Yeah. So that couldn't have sold one. No, it couldn't have. And then four was, as we said, an exclusive, uh, you know, Xbox One exclusive for at least the first year, which that couldn't have sold well. No. So, like, they doomed themselves with those uh, exclusive deals, I would assume. Yeah, I think so. Uh, That same studio made the... uh... Oh, what did they make? Puzzle Fighter. Oh, okay. The Puzzle Fighter mobile re-release, which mm-hmm. also they closed pretty shortly after. Like, right. they shut that down pretty quickly after, because I don't think it did that well. No. So it's, like, really hard to fuck up Puzzle Fighter, I think. But it was, like, also a gacha game, and it was... That was not good. That reminds me, there's that Teppin, which I didn't add to Oh, Teppin is very good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was Xavier Woods, like, Game of the Year last year. Interesting. It's a very good card game. Mm-hmm. Um, but you Which, gotta, I mean, you gotta like, be into card games. Well, and, like, him being, like, a wrestler on the road. Yeah. I'm guessing he's on, like, his phone a lot, so, like, it would make sense. Yeah. I didn't actually check out Teppin, but you seem to like it. Yeah, I do. I was playing a bit in the beginning, and mm-hmm. now I log on every time they say I get ten free packs for the new what new season or new pack release Mm -hmm. and then never get anything good and then realize that i would have to pay to actually get good cards and no longer do that so yeah it's it's tepin was fun though yeah um and then monster hunter world baby yeah they fucking did it they brought that shit to the west in a way that made people actually like it Mm -hmm. and boy that game is good and i still love it it's their best-selling game of all time. It is. And then the expansion, Iceborne, <coughs> uh, that's great as well. And so it just it takes Monster Hunter, which I already liked, yes, and most people in Japan already liked, and then westernized it and like took away a lot of the obscure, dumb bullshit that Monster Hunter fans claim they like for some reason. Uh, to make it like accessible to a regular human, so that you can actually have a tutorial and people can understand it after a little bit of time, mm-hmm. uh, and that that helped a lot. I mean, obviously it's their highest selling game of all time, but it really actually worked and took off here. Well, and I think it's just gonna play better on a with a controller and not like a 3ds. Yeah, but like I mean, you can play Generations Ultimate on the Switch. Now. And it still feels bad. Yeah, I'm sure. So like. Yeah, and it's just weird. It's also like going back to that because it still has all the weird antiquated old Monster Hunter stuff. It just is bizarre to right. play now. It's one of those things where it's really hard to go back even I though am. there are more monsters and stuff. It's it's tough. 
Uh, but I mean, with Iceborne, uh, the monster count is like pretty comparable to some of the highest monster counts in a Monster Hunter game. So it's like it got there, mm-hmm. and it has a lot of weapon variation, and they do cool events. They're still releasing new subspecies. Two new ones come out pretty soon. They're uh, Rajang and the Brachydeus ones, but there will be at least another new mon- one other new monster before they're done with that game. And then I would assume that they have another team working on the sequel. Do you think it'll be World Two? Oh, uh, they'll come up with some terrible subtitle, mm. and it'll just be like play basically the same. I right. see, this this is always the issue that I have with when it, series are reinvented and they do really well. Is then they're like, oh well, we just got to make the same thing again, yeah. basically, and then that runs into the ground, and then they have to reinvent it again, and just is like a weird cycle, mm-hmm. which I get from their standpoint because if it's your highest selling game of all time, you don't really want to change no. a lot of the elements. So what ends up happening is they make like incremental changes that regular people don't notice and like mm-hmm. super fans notice and then everyone's like it's the same game. Right. It's like well technically it's like pretty different but you know Capcom notorious for doing that. Like I love Battle Network and I'm playing through them again right now but boy they released 6 of those in 6 years. <laughs> they do not change very <laughs> much after the second game. So mm. it's uh yeah or the things that do change are like very minor and like right. you would have to really know what to look for. But I'm worried that that'll happen with monster hunter, but I think they'll be okay just because now that people do like it here, I think that they will still at least sell enough for it to not matter. Well, I was going to say, and I think like it, they're going to put enough money into it. Oh yeah. That it's not going to have that same issue. Cause I assume like monster hunter is much bigger than the battle network. So definitely. Um, and I would assume it's just a considerably better, bigger team and just, mm-hmm. it's, I'm sure like the Monster Hunter team in Capcom are treated like royalty. Oh, I would assume so at this point. I mean, I, they probably always were because mm-hmm. that's just, they sold so many copies in Japan that it was right. fucking crazy. But now that it's like a worldwide success, like it's just that Yeah, it's a, it's a much bigger deal. Are you still playing it or did you guys take a break? Uh, I haven't played it in a bit and I don't really know that like... I will probably play it again when the PS5 comes out because the load times to get into the new zone are unbearable. Okay. Because it like loads in this zone that's like an amalgamation of a couple areas and it's huge. So it takes like 10 minutes to load in sometimes. Mm. And then like sometimes you have to leave and it's like, holy God. Do you think that'll actually be helped? Yeah, that'll load new? faster. Because if you have an SSD now, it's faster. Okay. I, the reason why I was asking is because like I didn't know if it was like that's an online issue. No, it is. It is a. a it is an asset loading issue. Okay. So, and the PC version, God, that doesn't load there. Because that's like it's just uh, instantaneous. GTA Online, where it's like you might as well just set that down and come back like a half hour. Oh later. yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. But that's why people prefer the PC version is because you don't have those load times. Okay. Like during regular hunts, I don't mind it that much. But then when you do that, it's like, oh my god, mm. it seems to take forever. So now that like the main thing I have to do is grind that area, it just becomes too tedious at a certain point to yeah, yeah, sure. go through the load screens. Um, the next one is. God, it's so sad. <laughs> it's so so. Why would they do this? I don't. I don't. This is one that I can't blame them completely, because I feel like Marvel fucked them some, and it's Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Infinite. I mean, like they couldn't even in their trailers. They couldn't have Capcom characters beating up Marvel characters. I I, I know. 
and like there was a lot of stuff like that that came mm-hmm. out but also like why <coughs> why was the budget four dollars and fifty cents <laughs> i that's like what the what the fuck that's a good good question because like marvel 3 sold a lot for them right marvel 2 sold a lot for them why why would you make this like look like absolute trash garbage bottom of the barrel absolute trash it looks so fucking bad remember chun lee's face do you remember chun lee's face remember that demo (laughs) yes i remember the demo (laughs) but i specifically look up Marvel versus Capcom Infinite Chun Li face reactions—they're all excellent because people are like, "Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, and something was wrong." And then they were like, "We fixed Chun Li's face," and it was like, "That doesn't fix the game." <laughs> oh boy, it did look awful. It looked so bad, and like the graphics, just graphically, like it had to have been just a really terribly low budget, and. It hurts even more because then all the plans were leaked of all the additional DLC characters that that game was supposed to get. And if it had gotten the support, I think that it plays well. Yeah. Like, it plays like a Marvel game. And people still now, every so often I'll see videos of, like, new tech that people found. And it's wild. Mm -hmm. Like, it's Marvel 3 level shit. Like, it could have been insane. It's just people had to give up on it because there's no support people make fun of it because of yeah. how shitty it looks like no one watches it and like outside of people who are just interested in cool marvel shit like it just it didn't do it and like that special edition where they came with the infinity stones and they were just like oh. shitty easter eggs yeah like what the fuck was that they tried to do that tournament where you would like get the stones and then oh, you could yeah, like yeah. each one would give you a specific ability and then they just like threw that on the side at capcom cup and like nothing ever came of that really and they just like canceled all the rest of the dlc plans that they had internally mm-hmm. and it just what the fuck yeah it could not have been bungled worse i think no. like it would it's tragic it makes me so sad whenever I think about it. What I ideally what I'd like to see happen is them to make get another chance at this and just completely drop the Marvel. Yeah. And just I, make a Capcom versus game. Yeah. What about CVS? Capcom but then versus you have, SNK. But then you have like SNK involved. That's if, fine. I and I realize that, but I'm saying like if you make like a Capcom versus game and it's just Capcom yeah. characters. Then they, they have they have nothing to worry about. No, they can point. do it. However they want. To. I know, and that would be cool. Yeah, I, oh God, I be, especially now with like the popularity level that Marvel is at, though. Yeah, it was like impossible to fuck this game up. Like it was impossible. That was the height of all the highest Marvel popularity will have ever have been in Earth's history, probably. Yeah, because like that was the same year as Infinity War, right? Yeah. Because that was all the infinite stones and everything. Yeah, like it was at the height of Marvel's popularity, and now it's only on going to be on the decline. Right. Because people are going to be like, "Well, I lived that whole thing, and now I've had people tell me that they think they should just get rid of it or reboot it or something." And it's like, "Well, now it's getting to the part of the movie franchise that I want." They want which is all the weird characters. Reboot the Marvel franchise because, like, what? Because Thor's not in it, Captain America. Yeah. Like so, like. Okay. Like I don't, I don't want that. Like no. now we're at the part where it's like I could get a Moon Knight movie, maybe. Like we're gonna get these weird. They're making a fucking Blade movie. We're, I'm in there. It's all the characters I want, and they're mm. gonna get into all the weird comic book shit that I want out of it now. But no, like it will never reach that peak popularity again. No. When Infinite came out, it should have printed them money. 
And especially because you they hit it both ways. Marvel popularity was at an all-time high, and fucking people who were nostalgic for Marvel versus Capcom 2 were at the exact age that that would appeal to them. Right. Exactly. But then, like, what happened is Street Fighter came out, Street Fighter Five, which we'll get into that, and that already, like, soured the fighting game community. And then they were look, and then people were looking for any excuse to shit on Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. I know. And then that demo came out, and that's all they needed to shit on it. And then people were not going to give the game a chance regardless. And no, that's the saddest. That's part. the saddest part. But what I think is the most fucked up part is like. Street Fighter Five had good gameplay at the beginning, right? Like, yes. it, the gameplay part of it was good. It was everything surrounding it that was not great. But then there, you also and, had people that were like, oh, it's not Street Fighter Four. And... Yeah, but then, like, it, it, they kept fixing it. Yes. And, like, now it's at a point where people actually enjoy that game and like it. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck didn't that happen with Marvel? Probably because of Marvel, Marvel. the company. But it just... I, it's so, I, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Because that game is so cool. And that's why I... I would like they to see them. Monster, the Monster Hunter character yeah. in Black Panther. is DLC. Fuck. And, like, not having Wolverine and Storm. Yeah, because that was at the peak of them being like, fuck the X-Men, and yes. they were, like, actively trying to destroy the comics as well mm-hmm. at that time. It's, it's just terrible. Yeah, it uh, Terrible was, all around. Yes. And, yeah, like, Magneto and the Sentinel are... And Wolverine are like the three main yes. things that people remember about Marvel. Well, Marvel Storm as well as from Marvel Two. Two yeah. Cable from Marvel Two. Like it just you don't have any of those fucking characters. Like what is this game? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where if you just go with Capcom characters and you have so many fighting games to pull from, you do. Yeah. And you can have you know Devil May Cry characters, and you can. Yeah. Sadly, we could have another Virgil. Yeah, we could have Zero May Cry. Too. again yay <laughs> oh, so yeah that one mm-hmm. is really low and yeah. i as much as i like capcom definitely fucked it up a lot but i think that marvel being involved as a licensing thing yes. also really fucked it up they seem like their licensing department has gotten a lot better now yeah because uh, the one guy from playstation yeah you know, john, drake like, john drake does that now but like mm-hmm. they also just in general seem less garbagey yes. about all of their licensing now so that that's cool, at mm-hmm. least. Or maybe Spider-Man just some somehow Insomniac found the right formula because then you have Square Enix Marvel game and you're like, what is happening here? Yeah, I don't know. Recently, I saw an ad that you can get some skin for Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. So get ready. <laughs> you're not even gonna buy the game. No, I don't think I am. And now we're going to talk about Resident Evil, I guess. Because it's like they released Revelations 2. Which, Res- Revelations 2, I believe, was a 3DS game that mm-hmm. they re-released. It was like episodic. It was episodic. Yeah. It, and it was right around 2014 Maybe Maybe it was only the original Revelations. It might have been. Because like, I think this one was like cross-platform. Okay. Yeah, but I, I remember people... <sighs> actually enjoying revelations mm-hmm. 2 yeah as a resident evil game um but this was still when i think before capcom had gotten back a lot of the goodwill right that they have now regained the when it started was really resident evil 7 i would argue oh definitely yeah which yes resident evil 7 came out and people were like wait 
this is kind of back to the roots where it's really scary. Yeah, so, I mean, in 7, they actually tried something new, right? Yes, like, it was, the... it was first person, yes. and it graphically looked buck wild. Yes, and, uh, like, it had the, the PlayStation VR mode. Which, by a lot of accounts, is a great way to play it. Yeah, and they they hired a bunch of people who actually gave a shit about Resident Evil. Like Tim mm-hmm. Turry worked there right. during that time, and he's like a huge Resident Evil fan. And they they hired a lot of people like that, just who were like, Resident Evil Six was so bad. Mm-hmm. We have to do something to this franchise to revitalize it. Right. And Resident Evil Seven is bizarre because it was like seemed like a reboot. But then at the end, it was like revealed yeah. that it was in the same universe, and that's it's, just so strange. It, yeah, because it seemed like it was just like this weird one-off thing that had nothing to do with yeah. the rest of the franchise. And boy, it was scary. I've like, heard that from it a was, lot of people. Like it, it was so scary that I was hesitant to play two because I was like, <laughs> seven was just like nightmares for a week, and I was like, I don't know if I can do that again. But I eventually did try to, and then I was like, man, this is actually really good. Yeah, so Resident Evil 2, they remade that shit, mm-hmm. and people loved it. Yeah. They... It was, I, you know, good mm-hmm. on Capcom. Yes. I like That's one of those things, like, that's like a Final Fantasy VII remake level scenario, mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, you could really fuck this up. <laughs> yes. Please don't fuck this up, <laughs> because I just don't want to hear people destroy you when you they when you fuck it up yes and so they did a good job and yeah. like i was like oh whew, thank god because yeah. you had just been regaining a lot of goodwill from <laughs> yes, all your yes. other franchises this is the last thing you needed was to mm-hmm. have this fuck up uh so yeah i mean it it did a lot mm-hmm. and it like made the better way better graphically oh yeah obviously but people very much enjoyed that remake and i think that that is that that's just great yeah. And so now they're making the third one. Right. Did you see the thing they announced today that Nemesis can come inside the safe house? I did, yeah. That's wild. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's cool. So yeah. you never. Because, like, at least he would, like, uh, Professor Mr. X yeah. would, like, kind of go away if once you got into those rooms. Nemesis is like, nah, fuck that. I'm coming yeah. in. I've been there where the other. There was the last trailer before this one where people were like, I don't know about this. Where like Nemesis would just like, instead of sneaking up behind you, he would just run up and like clothesline you. And you're like, oh, dear God. Yeah. I don't think we should. He should be this aggressive. But we'll. I don't yeah. know. I assume people will like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not as much as Resident Evil 2 remake, but just because 3 is looked upon far less fondly than yes, 2 is. Two. Uh, but, I mean, people don't hate 3 by any means. I think it's no. just one of the most forgettable ones. Uh, yeah, it seems like 2 and 4. Well, 1, 2, and 4 are, like, held to such a high standard. Yeah, and I think 3 was one of those ones where it was like, oh, this is kind of, like, more of the same right. type, gameplay type. Mm-hmm. So people aren't as, like, super ecstatic about it all the time. It's just like, yeah, it's a Resident Evil game. It's mm-hmm. the third one, whatever. I mean, 4 is the one where I, like, <laughs> Oh boy, mm-hmm. I don't think they can remake four. I don't think they can do it. I don't think they should do it. Is my do you think they, <laughs> my hot take? Do you think they should just re-release it? They, I mean, they've re-released it so many times. Well, so so can, yeah, yeah, keep keep doing it yes. forever. No, but like that's like I get people really like two, but people like a lot yeah. of people think four is one of the best games ever made. Like mm-hmm. I, God. Do you think they could just up-res it and keep everything the same? Maybe, because it's like it's cl- closer to what a modern game yes. is than the other ones. So, like, maybe you remove the tank controls. 
Right. And go from there. Like, maybe you just basically remove the tank controls and redo all the assets. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't actually make it a new game. Right. Because, you know... I, I fear for companies in that situation because now they're up to that point. Like, yes. what do they do? Now do they just be like, it's okay, guys, Resident Evil 8 <laughs> coming out now, which I think they should do. Yeah, why, why not? not? But then then you know that now what will happen when they do that is be, when's Resident Evil oh, 4 remake? And people yeah. will be like, I just, companies trap themselves into that kind of mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, which 4, I mean, is, which we had that, like, uh, most influential games, and we forgot to bring up four, but four is like, hugely influential. Oh, definitely. Game, like... uh, and it, back then, it was a fucking GameCube exclusive. Yeah, because it was a, uh, um, it was one of the Capcom Five, I think, for mm-hmm. those new things they're trying on GameCube. I mean, it, it's a year later, or something it came to PS2 or whatever. But like, I remember people were like, "It's a GameCube exclusive." Yeah, that's so, like, seems... and it came with that chainsaw controller. That's dumb as fuck. <laughs> It's so dumb. I wonder if Scott has that chainsaw controller. I'll have to ask him. Now, how familiar are you with Resident Evil lore and stuff? Not very, but it is it is like Metal Gear Solid oh, levels convoluted. of convoluted dumb bullshit. But I'm just kind of wondering, like, Wesker, I know from Marvel vs. Capcom. When is he introduced? Resident Evil. He's in Resident Evil 2, isn't he? No. No? I don't think so. I think he is. Because he's like a regular person, then. He's one of the researchers, I thought. You don't really meet any researchers or anything. Interesting. Maybe, like, he's, he's in, in like, one, I think. Okay. Maybe he's, like, mentioned in, like, files and stuff. But I don't know. All I remember is in uh, 5 when he, like, fucking enters the Matrix and then is, like, teleporting around yes. in the room. And I was like, how'd he do this? He's a regular human. See, that's how I know him from Marvel vs. Capcom, because that's what he does. He like That's what he does. No, he but I just I will glasses. never forget that cutscene. Because like he's a regular ass mm-hmm. man. And then Jill or I don't remember if it was Jill or Chris goes into that fucking room and he just is like fucking moving around <laughs> at like superhuman speeds and it's just like The virus did this? <laughs> what? And it was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Mm-hmm. How did this man whatever. And then six was something. I didn't play six. I did play five though. I've um, heard bad things about six. Yes. Oh uh, yeah, six is awful. Five is like fine. It's just yeah. a little bit more actiony. Right. So it's like people frowned upon that. But I think as a co-op experience, I had a good time playing it, and it just was, it was kind of fun. Right. I, don't know. I felt good about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, Resident Evil has come back around. People yeah. are way in, uh, which is weird because I think Resident Evil Five, people didn't hate. Yes. So, like, they still had goodwill then. Like, people were like, oh, Resident Evil, it's fine, you know, whatever. And I remember people liking 5. I remember when 5 first came out. And then 6 came out, and people tore it to shreds. Well, not just that, but they also had, like, those, like, 3DS or DS games. Yeah, those were okay. For, for by all accounts. Except for, like, the controls were not great. Because you needed to have, like, the nub No, I know. Aim. And so then the one that did suck <coughs> is at the bottom here. Mm. Umbrella Core. Yes. The multiplayer Resident Evil game. That game, I watched a lot of footage of that game. Because oh, really? I thought it was hilarious how bad it was. Uh, yeah. This... It was fucking terrible. It has to be one of the worst AAA games of the generation. It was... It was fucking insanely bad. They buried this game... You have not heard anybody mention Umbrella Core in five years. 
and it was bad. Yeah. So that's why it was just like a weird multiplayer thing. And yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they were like a competitive shooter. Like, well, they, they were trying to be That is a very loose term, yes. I would say. But yeah, it was not they were, good. They were trying to be a So yeah, that was shooter. like they released that in six around the same time. And it mm-hmm. was like, oh boy, guys, we're fucking, this is, you got to do something else. Really? Resident Evil 6 was... I thought it was around that same time. Because this was like around 2014. And I don't think Resident Evil 6 was this generation. Resident Evil 6 was PS3. Yeah, This would have been... Right around 2014. But I think Resident Evil 6 released in the tail end of 2013. Yeah. 2012. Oh, what is it? 2013? Oh, the Windows. Windows. Yeah. Release date was 2012. So. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I thought. So this was a couple years after. Yeah, but I mean, like, it's your next thing. Yes. Like, that's what you got for us here. <laughs> Going from, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, boy. Do you want to talk about Strider before Street Fighter? Yeah, let's let's go to Strider. I like that game. That was actually a cross-gen game. Okay. Uh, so Strider was a Metroidvania originally. Mm. Uh, not so much all of them. Some of them were more arcade Some were Metroidvania style. But this one was, it was just like a funnish metroidvania the thing that really killed it for me at the end was you couldn't backtrack like there was a point of no return oh. so then you couldn't go back and collect the rest of the power-ups and stuff that seems like counterintuitive it was to counterintuitive the to the genre and but other than that the game is really cool like strider's mm. fun to play as a sword makes the cool swishy swooshy sounds now does he have Marvel. pretty good speed he has pretty good speed and he has the robot animals and you get the powers and stuff that let you mm-hmm. traverse to new areas and like it was fun enough uh, I felt burned on this one because it was, I bought it right when it came out because it was one of the first PS4 games right. like, that was released digitally. And then like the month after they're like, oh, it's a PS Plus game now. Oh. I was like, son of a bitch. But you got to like support it, I guess. I did. And I, I did really enjoy it. I mm-hmm. I was going to go back. I would have gone back and like 100 percented it. But then when I realized I couldn't go back, I was like, right. oh, yeah, like that's, that's... I'm not going to do that. Because you have to, like, basically, quote-unquote, 100% it before the the point of no return. Yeah. Which just seems like a bad idea. So, yeah, that was that was strange. But it was a Metroidvania. I don't know how well it was received. I remember getting, like, decent, like, mm-hmm. sevens and eights as reviews. But they have not done any Strider things since then. Yeah, so. I was going to ask, do you think they'll ever make another Strider game? I would hope so, because, I mean... One of the three types of indie games people are allowed to make now is Metroidvania. Right. And maybe it can be a Metroidvania roguelite card game. If they play if they <laughs> if they do it right, they I can hope. hit they can hit the trifecta. Hopefully not. I know, I also hope it's <laughs> because it's a fun action game. Yes. Uh I I that's like I, I feel like Capcom has forgotten so many of their franchises. Like I'd be surprised if someone even remembers Strider as a franchise at this point. Yeah, because like Dead Rising we'll probably never see again. No. So we have Devil May Cry, Monster Hunter, Street Fighter, and Resident Evil. Yeah, and it, it's weird because, like, back in the GameCube generation, like, they made all those Capcom 5 games. Like, they made Gotcha Force. They never mm-hmm. made a sequel to that or anything. But, like, they had Beautiful Joe. Mm-hmm. And they made uh, two Beautiful Joe games. They made a DS game. They made, like, a weird party fighting game of Beautiful Joe. Um, and so, like, that's Who made that? You Was it Ubisoft? 
the it was only released in Europe. It was like the Wii Party game, but the sexual one. Oh, I, that was Ubisoft. That was right? Ubisoft. Okay. Yeah. What was the name of that? Uh, I don't. I don't remember. That is a bizarre trailer. That is a bizarre trailer. But now we're getting off track. Um, and like Okami back then, like they made Okami. They released really Okami stayed. a bunch of times, and they Okami Den, the DS game, people really liked. Uh, Ace Attorney. I didn't add that because I was like, oh, that's just like Yeah, a that was remake. a DS game. Uh, well, in a remake. Well, they... 5 wasn't. 5 came out technically during this era, but I mean, there's a 3DS game, so like... But but they did do, like, for this, like, generation, they did do a remake. Yeah, yeah, but I I think Ace Attorney, the last one, came out in, like, 2016. Okay. Um, and then, the, yeah, I, and they have just, like, things they've forgotten. Like, they made one-off games like Ghost Trick, which I really love, and stuff like that. That was in your top ten, wasn't it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, but, but they just, like, th- that game is good as a one-off like it doesn't right. lend itself to sequels but they they made a lot of cool stuff that they just like ne- they forget about it mm-hmm. and like i feel like now they're well they were letting Mega Man die for a long time and they brought it back and like right. I, I don't know like even then they were doing like weird Mega Man things like battle network is a totally different game than the sequel series star force was like a modification of that mm-hmm. they, they had a lot of interesting games like within the Mega Man brand well, and they and just they, completely yeah. got rid of that brand, and now they just brought it back to what it originally was. And was like, oh. Yeah, because like there was whole Mega Man X, which a lot of people seemed to like X. Yeah, uh, just because you have a little bit more variety in your movement. Yeah, so like I wonder if they are selling all these collections to gauge interest in like making a new Mega Man Zero game or making a new like mega man x game Mm -hmm. like but the latter half of the mega man x games were like kind of shitty so it it really it depends yeah i I don't know this is a very it's a very strange thing where like i feel like they do have a lot of franchises they could tap into and they have a lot of fighting games and that's what i was gonna say a lot of them are fighting game franchises and we Mm -hmm. will never see them again we will never see darkstalkers again there will never be another rival schools game they have 7,000 other ones. They fucking made Cyberbots. They mm-hmm. made... I can't even think of another one off the top of my head. Whatever the fuck. Plasma Sword. Uh, well, there was that Capcom Fighting Evolution that we played. Yeah. That was like four, and it had that lion. Yeah, oh, Red Earth. Red Earth. Oh, man. Yeah, we'll never see another no. Red Earth. There was only the one arcade game for that. And so, like, they have all these fighting game franchises because Street Fighter was so popular. Right. And that's what happened here. Street Fighter Five, man. I like that oh. game a lot. Did they release a final fight this generation? No. I don't think so. Are they making a final fight? No. They're making a Streets of Rage 4. Oh, Streets of out. Rage. That's what I was trying to... That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. That's not them, though. Okay. But that's Sega. Right. Um... I guess I was getting Final Fight and Well, I mean, they're basically the same. Yes. So I understand your confusion. (laughs) But no, Metro City's mayor, Mike Hagar, not in Streets of Rage, only Mm -hmm. in Final Fight. And no, they'll never make another another Final Fight. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Like, they have a ton of franchises that they've left dormant forever or since the mid-2000s that they will not. Which Final Fight, like, that is one that, like, I do not see how you bring that back. Side-scrolling beat-em-ups, they do not... It depends. I mean, uh, like River City Girls came out recently, and that was a good side scroll and beat 'em up. So, but then there was like yeah. that. Um, you bought it too. The 
Power Rangers. Power that's Rangers. Game. Yeah, that's a garbage game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was probably a bad yeah. bite beat em up, like, even for, like, those standards. Oh, definitely. Yeah, it's terrible. But, like, I, the last good beat em up I personally remember playing was the Scott Pilgrim game that no one can buy anymore because it was delisted from all services and deleted off the servers. Oh, Microsoft's making a new one Battletoads. Oh, fuck, they are. <laughs> yeah. I forget about that all the time. <laughs> That's that going to be weird. That's not going to be a great game. No. Uh, fuck, that'll probably come out this summer. Yeah, that'll... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I forgot about that. Um, so yeah, Street Fighter V is the last one that mm-hmm. they had released this generation. And like, the narrative of this game, I think, is mostly negative. Yes. I really liked that beta. I remember loving that beta, playing as Birdie, and thinking, like, I'm actually going to try to get good at this. And you did. And I did. I got moderately okay. Like, mm-hmm. we, we both played it quite a bit. Yeah. And, like, I... we got, like, that was maybe one of the first fighting games that you, like, really got into outside of Injustice, right? That was, and I got into more, into Street Fighter so much more than Injustice. Yeah, and, like, you, you played it a lot. Like, I yes. really liked the way the game played at that mm-hmm. time. But the narrative around it, I get. Like, I, I get all the stuff, especially that happened early. Like, if you're not there to play against other people, there was nothing. Like, no. it, the arcade mode was... There wasn't even one. There was a story mode. There was... Well, they added that in later. No, I'm talking about, like, the... Oh, the, like, two battles yes, per person? Yes. Yeah, the character had, like, stories. the bad art in the background. Yeah, so, like, the character <laughs> stories, quote-unquote, they had that. You could beat all of them for the entire cast in, like, mm-hmm. maybe 30 minutes if you really wanted to. Yes. Um, and then they didn't even have arcade mode. They had no. survival, right. which you had to do survival to get all the colors, mm-hmm. which people were fucking livid about all the time because you'd have to beat the super hard survival to get the like better and last colors so people hated that and that's that's it Mm -hmm. like and you could they they had the unique gimmick like you could earn fight money to unlock characters like that would cost money the online didn't even have uh lobbies lobbies. spectating Mm -hmm. you could get in the lobby but you couldn't spectate i believe was the case no i don't think there was any lobbies for the first month interesting and then finally they added lobbies. And then they added spectating mm-hmm. at a later date. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was bad. Yeah. Like, that that stuff is bad and, like, pretty inexcusable, I think, for, like, a major release. But I think they had rushed it out to get it out for the Capcom Pro Tour that year. Yes. Um, but So, then, like, like, I can see it both ways. But it, it did get a lot better. And I, what I will say is originally you could earn decent amounts of fight money. Yes. And you could actually buy those characters. My brother bought the whole first season of characters with fight money, right? And a little bit of the second season. But then they started nerfing the fight money gains, and like now you can't even really get it. Like It's borderline impossible to receive it. See, I never had that luck because I played in lobbies. Yeah. So you didn't get anything for the lobbies. Yeah. So, like... The fight money was meaningless for me anyways. Yeah, but I, I also earned a lot of fight money, and I bought most of the stages in the game that way. Mm-hmm. But then they now have nerfed it to the point where, like, you can't even get it. I mean, to be fair, you could just pay $40 to get literally all the content in the yes. game, every character and every costume, every color. So, like, that's fine. Uh, but, it yeah, it, it launched in a pretty rough state, and, like... The PC version had a whole host of super fucked oh up issues, God. and then they put out that fucking uh, the malware mm-hmm. in one of the updates, and they quickly retracted that because they were like, "Oh, we're sorry." Burp, 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 burp. Yeah, it was it was bad. 
it was really bad and like i felt bad for them because i liked the game mm-hmm. and then it, it it couldn't catch a break for a really long time and people still even after i think that it actually was pretty good people were still like well it doesn't even have an arcade mode and it was like who the fuck is gonna want actually give yeah. a shit about arcade mode who cares yeah I don't enjoy arcade mode in video games. No, and so that they, that's what I thought was weird. I mean, they have it now. Yeah. Then they patched in that cinematic story, which was also wasn't that good. Uh, no, that was awful. Yeah, pretty hilarious. It was bad. Pretty hilarious. So. Because when you have, like, NetherRealm games to compare to, it is rough. Yeah, so it, it did a lot that was fucked up. And, but, yes. like, where it is now where the whole roster is there... And it's a lot of characters. There mm-hmm. are a billion stages, a billion costumes. There is, like, every person has two V-triggers right. or two V-skills. Like, there's a lot more going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the characters that they added later had, like, really crazy gimmicks that are just make them interesting to watch. Like, G, yeah. I think, is really fun to watch. So, it, like, it sucks because I think that in, like, the annals of time, like, when people look back on Street Fighter Five, it's going to be looked on as, like, a trash product. But like, I don't think that that's actually the case. No. I, I think that they mismanaged it and they released it too early. But I do think that like where it got to and the core of the game is mm-hmm. actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And I like you didn't like the character that I I really kind of resonated. God, Armika. Armika. But I had it. so much fun playing as Armika. I had a lot. Of, I love Birdie. So I like. And then yeah. they. They didn't nerf her into the ground, but they nerfed her after that first season. And, like, when you finally, like, for the first time in your life, really find, like, a video game character that, like, speaks to you, like a fighting game character, and you're getting good with them, and and then all of a sudden they just nerf the... But it just... It just... just, It just destroyed me, because I, uh... Because as I said, like I put so much time. I probably put in a thousand hours into that, into that game and into that character. And then they nerfed her, and like the combos didn't work anymore. It just it was heartbreaking for me personally. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. So. Yeah, I Street Fighter Five is something else, mm-hmm. and I. I wonder if they're gonna make six. I think they will. Like how soon though? I think soon because yeah. I because we discussed this before. Like this is basically it for Street Fighter Five. It is, yeah. So, what are their plans for the Pro Tour after this year? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you're right. They, I don't think that they can sustain another year of another year of Street Fighter. I think, 5. and they could use just like they've done their best to re to make Street Fighter V, like, a decent game and, like, have a good Metacritic score and just, like, be received relatively positively. Mm. But it was never going to be able to get to Street Fighter Four levels. Get no, back to that. definitely not. Because people really liked Street Fighter Four, Yes. Which was a miracle, especially after the last game was Third Strike, and people really liked Third Strike. But Third Strike was out for... 
Oh, yeah, I mean, th- that was the fighting game drought. Yes. They're like, there were no fighting games coming out anymore after and, Third Strike. And so, like, nothing's going to come close to 4 ever again. Because 4 is not only considered, like, a great fighting game. But, but it, it, like, it remade the fighting game community. It, it like, saved, it, it saved fighting, fighting games. Yes. Yeah, like, they continued to exist. So, nothing's ever going to come close to that. But, like, no. maybe Street Fighter Six if they can release a full game. But then that's going to be very hard because you know they're going to... It's going to have a lot less characters because that's just and, how but these the, And that's work. always how it happens yes. and people will bitch about that. But, like, you know, if the core of the game is fine and it mm-hmm. has, like, an okay single-player mode and it... You know, I... A lot could go right. Yes. But especially after Infinite and how they bungled 5 a lot, it just doesn't seem... And people are going to now compare it to Smash Ultimate yeah. and be like... But Smash Ultimate had, like, a billion characters right at launch. So they actually just did a bunch of reorganization in Capcom, and now Ono is, like, the head of esports or some bullshit. So we'll see where that's going. (laughs) Everybody sure you can. I can't believe they let him come out and talk in English. I also can't believe that, but I I can't believe they still do, I guess, is where I'm at. Like, he he seems like a super passionate guy. He's a super passionate guy, but, like, yeah. The more excited he gets, the less you understand. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's, it's... It's something. Yes. So, yeah, that's Capcom. It is for Capcom. For the past, the past generation. I don't even have to pull up our spreadsheet, because I can just do this for us. Okay. <laughs> Capcom gets an A. Okay. And it goes at the top, so it'll be number one. I would I would say that's true. If you agree with that, then that is. I mean, like I can, true. I, I I'll pull it up, but I know our second is um, Bandai Namco. Yeah, and it's better than Bandai Namco. Yes, and I no, but like so, you would give it an A. You think I? I, would. I do think I would. I, I, because, you... because like the two bad th- like the okay three bad things like uh, Infinite was super fucked up. Street Fighter Five was like I they, can't count. They, they messed that up quite a bit. I can't even count Street Fighter Five as a negative. I, no, I, I, I think it's a I think it's a positive for sure. But I mean, they did do a lot of stuff to fuck it up. And Umbrella yes. Core is a bad game. Yes, and but like Core. out but outside of that, like they re they remade themselves. Yes, like they were so totally lost in the last generation that mm-hmm. I didn't think that they were going to ever come back in the same way. Like I th- I honestly do think. That Monster Hunter doing as well as it did in Japan kept them afloat that whole time. And that's kind of one of the reasons why I can say Capcom is so high. Because, like, I had Street Fighter V in my top ten at the end of the year. Mm. I had Monster Hunter in my top ten of the year that came out. This year I had Devil May Cry. And then I liked uh, Resident Evil 7. It didn't make my top ten. And I liked Resident Evil 2. didn't make my top ten. But, like, I still, like, at least three like games of the year like top 10 contenders for me of course i have to give them an a yeah i i, I think that's the case yeah. so like i and then like if they're an a i definitely ha- feel better about them than like over bandai namco so. no definitely same yeah and i like i feel better than about capcom than all of these because yes. capcom is one of my favorite video game companies of all time yes but like it's yeah, I don't know. They were mm-hmm. doing really poorly. Yes. So it's it's cool to see that they came back. Like, they really bounced back this generation. Yes, and that was started right around 2017. Yeah. I think that's when Resident Evil 7 came out, right? Yeah, and I it seems like they're just still in a 
positive trajectory. Yes. Which is is cool to see. They have yet to make something that's like really not, I mean everything they've made is amazing pretty yes. much so it's like I'm waiting for their weird flop or something like I, I bet the worst that'll happen is like Resident Evil 3 will be received moderately I don't even think that I think it'll be in 80s on Metacritic okay it's just like that's the only thing I can think of like I don't think that game will be bad maybe that multiplayer part of it is bad yeah but even then like it's like I don't think it's going to be like the '90s and Game of the Year contender that two was, but like I think it'll be low '80s. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably fair. So, and like if that's a bad, then Capcom's in really good shape. Yeah, I think so. So that leaves us Capcom at number one, mm-hmm. Bandai Namco at number two, uh-huh. Bethesda at number three, yeah, Blizzard at number four, and Activision at number five. Yeah. Now next week we're going to be switching it up a little bit and doing. Uh, five indie developers. So mm-hmm. then we'll, we're going to be able to fill out a top ten. Yeah. Because we're going to be looking at 505 games, mm-hmm. which I feel very positive about. Yeah, I th- they have done very well. Uh, Chucklefish. Chucklefish has done very well. Yes, uh, Devolver. <laughs> Devolver, pretty good, yeah. Uh, Humble Bundle. It's so weird. I It's so weird that they publish games now. Yeah. The game that I backed that is basically just a Battle Network roguelite comes mm-hmm. out at the end of this month, and they publish it. Yeah. Which is bizarre. They've published some pretty good games. Yeah, they've published some pretty good stuff. And, and then Team 17. Team yeah, 17. also done the same. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, we'll have... So, by the time next week, we will be giving five different grades out, but then yeah. also ranking them, and then we will have a top ten from here on out. Yeah, and then we'll be able to kick things off uh, the yeah, list. Kick which... things off where they just won't make the list. <laughs> yeah. So, that's exciting. Yes. <laughs> so, I... so, it'll get tougher from here on out, I yes. think. Yeah, after, after next time. So I'm going to have to fight to get Bethesda in the top ten. Oh, we'll see how that pans <laughs> out. I mean, they definitely have done better than some of these other ones I'm looking at. Yes. So, we'll see. I don't think Activision's going to make it. Mm, probably not. <laughs> so, yeah, as... as Oh, this is a shorter boy. We, yeah. Well, we didn't really... There was no news, I think. There was, was no the news, and I played a couple games. Yeah, and I really only played one. I also played Kentucky Route Zero, but I'm not done with it yet, so mm. my feelings change moment to moment when I play it. So I'll, I'll figure it out when I'm done. What chapter are you on? Uh, I am partway through chapter three. Because four, from what I understand, is like the longest chapter. Yeah, people really like four also, but the the prelude between two and three was super long. Mm. And it wasn't one where I could even button through <coughs> the dialogue. It was mm. like timed. Yes. So I had to wait for it. I did really enjoy it, but it took forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's part of it. Um, but yeah, with that, we will catch you guys uh, in two weeks. As always, the theme song is Sting Operation by the band Anamanaguchi, an awesome chiptune band. Check them out and check us out in two weeks. Yeah, peace out. Peace out.